Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Random Nintendo Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jose. And I'm Elvis. And this episode is all about crossovers. We're calling it Cross-Examine Crossovers. As later in the show we'll be talking about uh, the new Phoenix Wright versus... No, wait. Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. That's the proper order. For 3DS. Uh, it's a crossover game that's been a long time coming. And four years. Four years since it was first announced. It's a long time coming to the U.S. Yeah, to the U.S. It's been in Japan forever. Europe, it was announced a little less way than before forever. Ace Attorney 5, and Ace Attorney 5 still came out before it. Yeah, it took forever. But it's now here, so we'll have full impressions of that later in the show. We also have a lot of news to get to, also about crossovers, weirdly. There's Pokemon crossed over with Tekken. There's Mario Kart crossed over with Zelda. There's... Animal Crossing. Animal, and Animal Crossing. There's uh, Smash Bros., which is just a crossover of everything. There, there's a lot. So we're, we're uh, the easiest way to, make, to get to these stories you want to hear about is we have timestamps over at Antown.com, or you can listen to the whole thing because we also have the brand new 3DS to discuss and a lot more. So um, yeah, I guess we'll just jump in with that brand new 3DS. That's probably the biggest, most unexpected news these past two weeks because uh, we kind of joked at the town the last episode that we're due for Nintendo Direct, and then uh, we got two Nintendo Directs and a new system. And a, we and got one Nintendo Direct. Yes, but the world. Yeah. The world was able to receive two thrilling half hours of news. So um, we should probably start with the big one, which is the new 3DS. Um, kind of a surprise. Kind of came out of nowhere. And the new 3DS is appropriately enough being just called the new Nintendo 3DS. It, um, it's coming out of Japan next month on October 11th and here in the West sometime in 2015. And it's going to be both regular and XL, which is a first for Nintendo. They never do both revisions at the same you know, revision to multiple ones at the same time, so that's a little different. But, um, it's kind of a big change. I mean, we've seen the DSi, which was, like, kind of just, oh, yeah, it has a camera, and it has some downloadable games, and that was about it. But this was, like, a huge change. Probably more Game Boy Color than DSi in terms of, like, yeah, like half-step. Like, the DSi didn't even entertain the idea of getting one, but this one, it's kind this of... This one, like it a... feels like you kind of need it. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of reasons for that. I think part... I think a big one is the enhanced controls it now has, because, um, finally... After we've long suspected it would happen once the Circle Pad Pro came out, uh, there's now a second analog input on the new 3DS. The little stub? It's a little stub nub thing. Yeah, it's, um, so there's the Circle Pad on the left, and then above A, B, X, Y, equidistant from the button, so you just move your thumb. It's very, like, ergonomic, according to Nintendo. Yeah, there's now a little like, nub. The C-Stick. Yeah, only, like, four games even needed it. We only have so one first-person shooter. So, yeah, Moon. <laughs> yeah, like, but, everything else, like, I don't know. Well, so far, that's all that needs it. I mean, Smash Bros. is going to use Circle Pad Pro if you want Smash with the stick, and then the C-Stick on the new 3DS will work as well. Yeah. So that's going to be a big one. But um, along with that, they're also adding some new buttons, Z1 and Z2 on the shoulder, so it kind of mimics how the Wii U set up. And they took away a button. There's no Wi-Fi switch anymore. Like the 2DS, it's just software-based. So I guess they're standardizing that. But, but yeah, it's yeah. a lot of new inputs. So is it always going to look for a signal then? Or? Yeah, by default, it's always going to look for a signal. And then if you go into the home I menu, there'll be a Wi-Fi icon in the top uh, left. And when you press it, you can turn it off. So, I yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think the issue is Nintendo just ran out of space for stuff. Because they crammed so much into this new 3DS. Like, that's part of the reason I think it's a, a nub opposed to like an actual circle pad. Is they couldn't fit another circle pad. Like Everyone's like, oh, well, if you could fit one on the left with a D-pad, you could fit one on the right with the buttons. But not really, because there's also start select. There's also the circuitry for all the buttons under there. There's it requires you know there's not room, so they had to do this weird little nub thing. I'm wondering how um, the Z1 and Z2 will feel because usually we're used to having like a buttons like right above each other or below mm -hmm. each other, but having them not the uh, classic controller for the Wii. Classic they were next controller. to each other. Oh, well, I didn't have the original classic oh, controller. I did and the... used it like five times. <laughs> yeah, the Pro. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the Pro has it standard, so I don't know. 
Right, yeah. You think, you, think the, you think the names? I want the new 3DS. See, I think the name's a mistake. Or do they want a brand new 3DS? The name's a mistake, <laughs> That's quite true. frankly. Mom, I want a new 3DS. No, not the new 3DS. The, the new, new one. I don't want a used one, is what I meant. Well, yeah, that's kind of the... <laughs> The one Honestly, with the that's... amiibo color glow, whatever. Yeah, they're matching the amiibo thing because that's gonna be a big part of it. But the the name I think is gonna be a mistake because like yeah. imagine that you walk into a store, it's like, hey, can I get the new 3ds? And they're like, sure, and they just hand you a new 3ds, but not the new 3ds. Or like you walk in and they're making a g- games exclusively. Is it it also affects the employees? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you think Nintendo would learn after 3ds, 2ds, Wii, Wii U? I think they'd learn not to name things like this. But I don't know, they were just looking at Apple. Yeah, maybe yeah, because the iPad. There's one generation of iPad that was just new iPad, but they didn't make exclusive stuff for it. Like one of the things we'll get to in a bit is there's exclusive games for the new 3ds. So how's that work? Hey, can I get that game for the new 3ds? Oh, you got or like we let me restart. It's gonna be the other way around. Hey, uh, does this game work with my 3ds? Do you have the new 3ds? Yeah, I just bought the 3ds. But is it the new 3ds? Well, yeah, it's a new 3ds. I just bought. But is it the new 3ds? But I just got a new 3ds. Like it's <laughs> no one's gonna really understand. It's like one of those. Uh, well, who is that comedy duo? Uh, the who's on first, Abbott and Costello. The whole who's on first, uh, you've heard that, right? Yeah, the, yeah it's that, oh. but in real, like, who's on first? Oh, who, like, the guy's mm-hmm. name was, like, who's or something, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. it's that exact same thing. Like, so many people at stores are going to be so confused. So, Why the name's be the best selling because of the name. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is smart, though, on the packaging itself. It's going to say new with the little amiibo spark around it, like, color spark. But, uh, or Color Splash or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, it. I guess if you're going to, I mean, maybe not GameStop, but if you're going to Best Buy, like, it's pretty much implied that you are already going to buy a new 3DS. Yeah. Like, a, like a one that's not used. So you wouldn't say, oh, I want a new 3DS. Like, you would just say, I want but a 3DS. But what if you're a parent that just got their kid a 3DS for Christmas? Because remember, the new 3DS won't be out here until next year. So if you're ki- a parent that just got their kid a 3DS for Christmas with Smash Bros. and Pokemon or whatever, right? And they go to the store in January to get, I mean, the new system won't be out by then, but to get the new exclusive new 3DS game. In January, and on the box it'll say new 3ds. And like, yeah, I just bought a new 3ds like last month. And then they buy it, go home, <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> like it's even if it's not new, the second you know when they're purchasing it, it's still a new system for them. Like it's it's messy. A Baron, I don't know why they didn't just call it like 3ds Plus or like 3ds Ultra or 3ds Omega or like some dumb name. 3dsi, dsi was a successful product. Why didn't you just put the i back? I mean, it wouldn't make sense in terms of the, the the naming scheme. Like, the I was called actually a camera, so it was like your personal system. All 3DSs have cameras, so they would have needed something else, but, you know. They could have done it. All the 3DSs are personal. They're all personal, yeah. But it's just like, I don't know, the naming thing's weird. But but back to what's good about it, ignoring the name thing. Uh, Basically, other... are pretty cool. What? The faceplate's on the regular side? Yeah, Yeah, that's something kind of nice. And the cool thing about the faceplates is it's on the regular 3DS, and then... Um, you can get new, like, menu, theme menu, themed menus for the inside, men- in, for the, you know, when you open it and play it, and those menus will match the faceplate. Like, I think if you get the faceplate, it comes with a matching internal menu. Or you can go to the theme shop uh, and download a new uh, a new menu for your system. This will work with current 3DSs, too. New and current. Yeah, and and they cost money. That's what's stupid. Well, sure you well, buy face plate. I know, but well, it's stupid to begin with. Like, yeah. I just don't like the idea they have to buy it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if someone wants to customize it further. So if someone wants a Mario menu, they have. By the way, the menus actually look really good. Like it's the icon, like the icon boxes change, yeah, I mean, the background mandi- I mean, it's changes. Not I mean, no, but it's like it's people put work into it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I it's mean, just extra. Are you starting to say like, oh, other hardware shouldn't like they shouldn't get paid? No, I'm saying like it should be free. <laughs> it doesn't cost money to customize an Android menu. You just download a launcher. Like it's I don't know why it's an Android though. They're selling well. That's true. 3DS is signed pretty well. 40 million. But, 
Yeah, I, I take your point. Yeah, it, it makes sense. But uh, no, what I was going to say is kind of cool is not so much the menus, but the... Um, well, actually, while we're talking about software, before I get to that, well, they're also cha- they're changing some other stuff about the software besides just the menus. Mm-hmm. Internet browser is going to be enhanced. It's going to support HTML5 video, so you can use like YouTube, YouTube properly oh, wow. and everything. And, get ready Wait, for this one. We could really watch YouTube. Through the app. Yeah. Yeah, but now you can do it in the browser and other sites. Which like means game trailers and everything. Twitch. Twitch, oh, Twitch yeah. will work. That's pretty cool. Um... No, they'll probably still have the YouTube app. No, 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 it's just off the lead thing. Because it, really. it always makes more sense to just open the browser and not interrupt your game and go to oh, YouTube. Oh, yes, yes. As opposed to close your game, then you open the YouTube browser. Definitely. I mean, yeah. that's how it is on the Wii U. Like, there's no reason to ever, And ever the app sucks on the Wii U. Use the app. I could, I could watch my friend suck at a PS4 streaming it live. On watch your 3DS, yeah. But the, the one thing that's kind of crappy about the new soft, the new browser is um, has a web filter for the kiddies. And here's the thing. To ensure a kid doesn't turn it off, figure out how to turn it off, to turn it off, you need to pay 30 cents to Nintendo as proof that you're an adult. <laughs> you have to pay for the privilege well, of having an unfiltered internet. They really should have just made it a penny or something. I think if, that 30... If, if at all, but yeah, I'm, that 30 cents number is familiar, though. I don't know if Nintendo did yeah, it in the past the, or yeah, someone else, but thir- someone has done that before. Well, I mean, all the games we bought um, from their NES anniversary were 30 cents each. No, no, no. I mean, like, the 30 cents to turn off a feature. Oh, I don't know. That's been done... I think Nintendo did it before with something. It sounds like something Nintendo would do. Yeah. But I think it's it's just enough that like because if they charge less they have to pay they have to pay a credit card fee, like when you pay something with a credit card you have to pay X percent or whatever and I think the minimum is like twenty five cents or something so by doing thirty Nintendo can five actually make profit. a little profit, but it's so stupid that's like hey do you want unfiltered internet well guess what you pay us and then we have record that you want to look at porn on your three DS or whatever you're doing with it. What 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 would you need those thirty cents? I, I, no, I, well, I have no idea what they're actually filtering. Yeah. I mean, they could be filtering like "funny or die" or something for swearing. Who knows? Like, it's I true. have no idea. But or maybe like the filter only allows you to go like Nintendo approved <laughs> websites, <laughs> only like Nintendo a white stuff. No yeah. Oh god! Yeah, it's like I want to go look at the Xbox. No, you can't. <laughs> thirty cents, like please. A search option is just like a list of Nintendo websites. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you Google, it just spits back the same five results of Nintendo, Wii U, and everything over and over. It's like you search like a song. It's like, do you want to look at the Wii U? No, I want to look up this song. But yeah, I mean, again, I never even used a browser on there. It's pretty slow. Mm-hmm. But so that's kind of a weird software thing. But the thing I kept starting to say and then moving away from is that they're doing they're fixing the 3D surprisingly. So when the 2DS came out, I think we all kind of assumed 3D is falling to the wayside. It's not really that important. Nintendo's de-emphasizing it. Games I never seen aren't. That. Even, I love 3D. Yeah, me too. But games like even when they promote games, they didn't go like check out the 3D effect. It's like, oh yeah, there's 3D. But now with the new 3DS, they're enhancing the 3D, so they fixed the sweet spot issue. It will now track your head. So if you hold it, depending on what angle you hold it at, it will know, and it will shift the sweet spot to wherever you're, whatever angle you're looking from. It's going to do it with a combination of the gyro sensor and the front-facing camera. Downside of that is it's the same gyro sensor, and it's the same front-facing camera as what the games use. So if you have a game that needs both the gyro sensor and the front-facing camera simultaneously, <laughs> it will not track your head, and the 3D will stay stationary. Well, that's fine. fine. That's 3D yeah. revelation. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never had a problem with the 3D. Yeah, me neither. 3DS. So. I've had a couple issues, because I like to, like, lie down when playing 3D, so I'll, like, lie, like, I kind of weird... I'll lie... Yeah, I don't lie on my back. I, like, lie sideways <laughs> I and, like, hold too. it at a weird <laughs> angle. I've gotten used to it, though. But the first, like, couple weeks, I keep, like, moving an inch, and being like, oh, wait, and, like, moving back. But now I can now I can freely lie with whatever weird position and it'll be okay. The struggle is real. Again. The struggle is real. Even though I never experienced. It. But uh, I, I will say though that it is really cool that they're actually doing this. Even if it wasn't an issue for a lot of people, like this was a common complaint with the 3DS. Like 
public facing complaint that people are like, oh, the sweet spot's too small or whatever, and they're damn casual. They're actually addressing yeah. everything head on now that I think back because the the nub addresses the second analog stick. This addresses the um, 3D issue, and they announced that they're doing some spec increases that address the speed issues that some people say about like downloads being slow or like the menu sometimes bogging down if you have a ton of notifications. That happens to me. My notification thing is, you know, it's like since 2011. I don't so think four years of three and a half years of notifications. Yeah. It takes my whole system starting to slow down. So uh, notifications feel kind of. Well, I mean, not like they are kind of. Like I, I don't think I've got a notification that I've actually didn't know about before I actually opened the notification. Oh well, yeah. yeah, but that's because we're hardcore. Like oh, yeah, yeah. average Joe gamer. But it's even, the same reason they're pushing all those well, eShop Wii U sales. I mean, I, I, to I, the I guess, I guess even then, like everything is always a sale or a game is coming out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't really know what. I wish there were notifications like something that someone else had contacted you. Like, oh, someone sent you a message. So I actually know that someone <laughs> sent me a message. Like, eventually, eventually. Like, I was like, um, someone that I've been wanting to play Mario Kart with sent me a message on the Wii U. And, like, two days later, like, I actually find out that I got the message. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like, sorry, like, I, I wasn't notified or anything. And they're like, oh, no problem. So, it's like... Yeah, no, there's been times that, like, and some listeners that were part of this understand that. There have been times I've gotten, like, a friend request on Miiverse and I haven't seen it in, like, a week. And I go back, like, oh, I'm so sorry, I missed it. I'm sure that's not because you don't turn on your Wii Well, that too, but (laughs) but that too. But my point is, like, it doesn't tell me. It tells me when there's a sale for the eShop. Like, it flashes the little blue home button, but it won't tell me I get a friend request, which is a little strange. Yeah. At least the Wii, like, I remember it glowed whenever you got a message. Yeah, the original Wii did. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. It It always had a nightlight. Yeah. Ominous. And and it pulsed, like, a whale call pattern. Did you know that? The pulse of the Wii, you know how it did, like, that long, long, short, 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 long, long, short, short rhythm of the light flash? Sure. It did. It's because that's, that's some whale call or something that they decided to do. I don't know why, but that's why Ren Iwata asks a long time ago. Why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the spec increase. So, yeah, another thing that, that benefits is Miiverse, because that takes forever to open up oh, 3DS. So, Miiverse will be pretty much instantaneous. It always feels like... <laughs> like it takes forever. It takes forever. It takes forever. <laughs> it always feels like a mistake as soon as I press it. Like, damn it, I should have done it on the Wii. Yeah, Wii yeah, that's, that's my basic ad. I never look at it on 3DS unless I'm posting something, because it's just like, uh, I hope... Do I have five minutes to kill? <laughs> like, it takes a while. But um, a couple other changes they're making now are quite... Ex- oh, yeah, the other thing about the specs, how can I forget? That's what's driving the new exclusive games. Because rumor has it, Nintendo didn't say numbers, but rumor has it's going to have double the RAM and double the VRAM, which is virtual RAM, which is huge in terms of, like, the jump. Like, that's that's definitely more like Game Boy Color than DSi in terms of what that could mean. And we're seeing it, like, they're going to have exclusive games, like we said, and the first one's going to be, a, I guess, a down, a slightly downgraded port of Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii, oh, yeah. which is a huge game to put on a handheld. Like, the draw distance... What? Looks ugly. Yeah, yeah well, was that a trailer? Thing. I was like, whoa, this looks terrible. That's the thing. The draw distance is almost the same, but yeah. because of that, they had to decrease everything else. Like, it, yeah. the plants look like cutouts. Like, it's. But I mean, to be fair, like, I thought it was like a huge. I mean, when I saw the when I saw the trailer, I'm like, wow, this is a huge downgrade. But then I saw videos of the original Xenoblade, and I'm like, oh, it actually doesn't look that. Much it's different. not that bad, and not only that. No, but, no, I mean like. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the, the Wii version also looks pretty bad. Yeah, no, but I mean it's not that bad. In <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like. I don't know, I guess everything is just very muddy. Like, like it's like buying a computer blended. game and then lowering everything so yeah. you can run it smoothly. That's basically what yeah. but the, But the thing is, it looks better. Like, the, the built... What it has going on on screen in any one moment is more impressive than what a lot of current 3DS I guess it looks do. good. It doesn't look as good, but they have a lot happening It looks at once. good, considering... Yeah. 
It looks everything. right. Yeah, it's good. Com- <laughs> it's good compared to like what's out there. Like yeah, Mario Kart Seven looks yeah. great. Luigi's Mansion looks great, but those are very small. Like Mario Kart, it's contained. Luigi's Mansion is like a diorama, so it could pre-render yeah. a lot of it. But this is all running in real time, and it's crazy draw distance. So eighty hour game. That's the yeah exactly. That's the perk of the new specs. But I'm um, get it. what? I mean, I'll you're see gonna it. get it. Is that what you it said? might get it. Well, I feel like the 3DS game? is just perfect for RPGs. Like, I feel like playing one on a console doesn't feel as good as playing one on a handheld. I remember oh, you were saying uh, this to me. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like you were saying this to me the other day. No, well... That well if you were playing Xenoblade, you feel like you played on 3DS more than Oh, Wii. well, I guess right now, like, I could see myself playing more on 3DS than the Wii U. But uh, it was just kind of like... I said I really enjoyed playing um, Tales of the Abyss on the 3DS. Right. But I also really enjoyed playing it on a console. Like, I guess, I don't know. I, I feel like they're both pretty equal experiences. <laughs> I guess depending on what the RPG is doing. I think part of the reason I like the If it's hand- an open world one like this, I think yeah. I would rather play it on a console. But, I don't know. Like, also Tales of the Abyss wasn't also, like, as free-roaming as this one is. It's, like, right. it's still kind of limited. I think so, part of the reason I personally think RPGs make more sense on a handheld is just because, like, you could play it anywhere. Because like, when you're at TV, you're, like, at the TV. Like, you're like, okay, I'm going to sit here for six hours and venture through this giant open world. Handheld's like, sure, I'll run around for a little bit, but then I could go sit somewhere else and run around some more. Like, it doesn't feel like... I don't know, it just feels more freeform, if that makes sense. It's a different type of game. Yeah, yeah I guess. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to sit here for six hours, it's like, well, I'm going to have a really good six hours. Like, <laughs> this well, game. yeah, yeah, but it's just like, Dog. I feel like I'm going to move after a couple hours, and with that, I could just take it somewhere else and keep going if I wanted to, but... I don't know, you guys are giving me looks like I'm crazy, so <laughs> But the Wii U gamepad, you can move around your room. You can move around up to 40 feet, yeah. It doesn't go into other rooms in my house because the walls are too thick. I've tried. Oh. So I have a range of, like... Huh. 10, 20 feet. Um, <laughs> that was funny, Paul, though, I just did. The door just yeah, we, uh, it just got really dark in here. If anyone's wondering what just happened, we're sitting in a room with natural light because it's 90 degrees in LA today. And then the door closed. Now they know we're in LA. Light. What? Now they know they, we're they, in LA. <laughs> we specifically live at... No, <laughs> just start giving the address. And my social security is da-da-da. My bank pen is da... Uh, Whoa, but well, you gave it away. Da-da-da. I did. Uh, yeah, da-da-da. Now you know my bank pen's for... It's da, da, three. Da. Well, it's four digits. All bank pins are four digits. So but, yeah, but you said I, mean, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, whether the game looks bad or good or whatever doesn't matter, I guess. The point no, is just that, it's, it's, cut, it's just though, that we're right? getting this kind of game, and I guess who knows what other games will get. Yeah. Would any content be cut? No, the I doubt version? they're going to do that. Also, they're incredibly smart to put Xenoblade on the 3S. This is a marketing move as much as it is a game release. They want people Not to really. care about Xenoblade Chronicles X for the Wii U. And what better way to make people care than to give it to 40-plus million 3DS owners who can go, what is this? Oh, this is cool. There's an HD one? Oh, man. Like, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> why they're doing it. This I mean, the game was already marketing. hard enough to come by that it was, like, in the U.S. So. Yeah, and now this one, I guarantee, is going to get a standard release by Nintendo. Properly. Not, like, through Exceed games or anything. Like, Nintendo's going to... It's it's real. Oh. But, um... There are a few other weird little things about the 3DS, though. You think that's me a Smash Bros. version for the new 3DS? What? The Smash Bros. version that works for the new 3DS? No, the, the, the current Smash Bros. will. It works with the C-Stick, because it works with Circle Pro. Oh, in terms of, like, enhancing the specs? Yeah. They might bury something in there, but I doubt it, because they come out three and a half weeks apart in Japan. I mean, I mean, no, just, a month apart. I mean, like, every game performs better in that game. No, right? not exactly. It's how it's going to work, from my Wait, understanding. you can is, play 3DS games in your new 3DS? Yeah, of course. I, I thought it wasn't reverse compatible. No, new 3DS is not... New 3DS is like Game Boy oh, Color. Oh, it just, it just has... Yeah, Co- games that only work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly like Game Boy Color. So what I imagine will happen is a bunch of enhanced 3DS games will start trickling out in 2015. Like, oh, I'm going to play... What's the 3DS game coming out next year? I don't even know. <laughs> the new... I'm going to play something. New Super Mario Bros. 3, let's say that, sure. 
And uh, on 3DS, it's going to be whatever. You know, it'll be, a, it'll be a good game. It'll run fine. But on 3DS, new 3DS, there'll be, like, some extra background graphics or something. Like, remember with, like, Game Boy games, like oh, Pokemon Red and Blue, so they auto-color on Game Boy Color? I imagine it could be something. So, if, like, Super Street Fighter 4 3D Edition came out for the new 3DS, the backgrounds might have actually been animated? Potentially, or it'd have a faster frame rate, or who knows. They have to code Freedom it in. was already 60, though. Oh, true. 120. <laughs> no, but they, <laughs> they have to code it in. That's the thing, like... Normal games well, like Smash Bros. What? We're not in 3D. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in 3D it could be at 60. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, with like Smash Bros, for example, right now all they're saying is it's C-stick compatible. They're not saying it has like enhanced features, but I imagine like next um, year... Would work better? I mean, well, that would be the same. Well, yeah, I guess. But the... I would imagine. I guess now yeah, that is the term. They're not changing the wireless standards on the new 3DS. It's still going to be G, N, whatever it is. So all the new faster Wi-Fi networks that are out there now won't work. But, mm-hmm. um... But no, in terms of like enhancements, I imagine it'd be something similar to Game Boy Color, where it's like, oh, hey, you're playing it on here, here's like an extra graphical flourish, or here's an extra level that uses the extra power that you can't play on the normal, you know, something like that. And then they'll have like with Game Boy Color, remember uh, Game Boy Color games, they'd say in the corner, like, only for Game Boy Color, or Mm -hmm. it'd say like on the back, enhanced on Game Boy Color, or something like that. I assume they'll do that. But standard 3DS games are going to run exactly the same. There's no way like they can hook into the extra power. So. Will they still use the 3D gyros? Yes. Yeah, because how it works is the gyro gets overrode by the game. So it's only going to track your face if the game's not using it. Same with the front-facing camera. So if you're playing, like, Face Raiders, don't count on the the 3D following. Right. Yeah, like the brother attacks, suddenly the face tracking won't track. That's the thing, though. It has two things. It has the the gyro and the camera. So if one's preoccupied, the other can track you still. But if both are being used, like Face Raiders, then that's it. (laughs) It won't track you. But uh, there are some other little tweaks they're doing, like, this was a weird... Well, we mentioned the faceplates. Actually, let's talk about the faceplates for a minute. Why are they only on the normal 3DS? Why not put them on the XL as well? Because they're releasing a normal 3DS, which is the, slightly the bigger. The normal 3DS needs something to balance. Well, the, the price as the price. Oh, it's true. As the pr- it has the price as the size. The screens are actually bigger on the new 3DS, although much smaller than the XL still, but they're like... It went from like 3.88 to like 4.0 something. Like, they're a bit of an uptick. So they have slightly bigger screens. They have different colors. Like black and white, opposed to metallic black and metallic blue, and and now face plates. Like I guess that's the hook. The box for it looks super awesome. Have you seen the box that they put out? Looks really nice. But the um, it's like super color. It looks like a trapper keeper. Looks like a trapper keeper design from like 1994. But um, like it's just like blotches of random color and shapes and things. But it's really cool. Um, yeah, I could see myself getting a regular size one as opposed to the XL. Yeah, see that's the thing is I'm like I like the face plates, and I was thinking about like well I have a Game Boy Micro. And I did buy a pack of faceplates for it, so I could do black on black for the micro, because by default it's silver on black, or black on silver. But, huh. that's all, like, I don't, I changed it to black, and I haven't done anything with it, so, I mean, I played it, but that was, like, it. So I don't know if I would oh. necessarily want to lose the extra screen real estate just to get a faceplate that I'll change one time. I guess so, I see, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna get a slightly bigger screen, and mm-hmm. I already like the size of this one, like, I never felt like, oh, I need it to be that much bigger, so. Right. Save money, get faceplates. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe there will be multiple face plates. They're releasing 38 and, and, and with the thing like, in Japan next month. And so. also a lot of games, like I still feel like, look a lot better on the regular 3 than the big one. Because, I mean, they don't get as blown up. Yeah, that's crisper. true. That's true. And, uh, yeah, the only weird thing is, even if we don't have face plates... This is why I don't understand why the XL doesn't have face plates. Because, like, to get to the SD card on the system, which is now a micro SD, you have to pop off the back. Regardless of if it's faceplated normal 3DS or an XL, the SD card is under the back panel because they ran out of space. Like, I think that's why the cartridge slot's in the bottom left, which is, like, the worst imaginable spot to put a cartridge slot. Because you're leaning against it with your fingers and then you pop off the cartridge. Mm, like, it doesn't make sense. But, um, 
Yeah, so that's under the uh, the cover now. So if it's take if you take it off on both systems, just make face plays through both systems, right? Am I crazy? I must be crazy. Or there's, there, I'm pretty sure they would just got a lip either way. Yeah. It's like, oh, the XL doesn't get face plates, but then if they made it, like, wow, they have face plates for the small one and the big one. Well, who's gonna complain like, about that? Oh no, there are options. The people who hate Nintendo, like, damn, oh, well, they're just trying to make money. Like, yeah. But, trying to milk everything. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the one advantage is if you have an XL, you don't need to swap out the SD card because it has, about time, wireless transferring from all, all your media on the SD card to be transferred wirelessly to and from com- your computer. So you don't actually need to ever take it out. You just put in a giant one when you first get the system and call it a day. Which is actually kind of cool. It's very modern of Nintendo. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> yeah, and before... One other thing... Well, two other things. One... Another thing that uh, people have been talking about a bit is region lock. Which, for some stupid reason, everyone's like, oh, the new 3DS won't have region lock. Yes, it will. Nintendo, Nintendo's confirmed it, but I don't know where that came from. Like, yes, all gamers don't like region lock, because yes, we like to import games, but from Nintendo's perspective, it's horrible to not have region lock, because, like, Phoenix Wright versus Ace Attorney? Wait. Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney? That took, how, how long did you say that was? Like, four years to get here, right? Um, four, four years? Okay. Five. I think so. no. Do you say five? The system hasn't been out for five. No. Wait, what? What? Four, whatever. 3DS? Yeah. 3DS came out in 2011. It's now 2014. Oh, yeah. But it was announced before the 3DS. Yeah, like four years. Anyway, um, but oops. the thing is with um, that, like it took however long to get here, but if people could import it, they could have gotten the European version, played it here, and then the game would have bombed here. So Nintendo America would have wasted all that time and effort, marketing, localizing, etc., Although they didn't really localize it. Did it's do? a European localization, isn't it? Yeah, like... It, With European had, spelling. If, it, if it had changed anything, they would use the same voice actors from... Yeah. So maybe that's not a good example, but there are games where they come out... Hyrule Warriors came out in Japan first. Nintendo's localizing it for America. If it, if it wasn't region-locked, people could just import the Japanese version, play through that, and then these games, these kind of niche games aren't going to sell bajillions. Their sales are going to be even lower... And then that's it. then they wasted their money. They so region locking Japanese. prevents that. What? Then I have to play it in Japanese or your or English if it's from Europe. Mm. And also, if you play it in Japanese, what are you going to buy it a second time and play through the whole game in English? Well, I've heard about buy it in game. Japanese to begin with. Yeah, depending on the game, they're probably unplayable. Right. Well, for games that are playable, like, like Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, there's a good one. There's a good one. Your exception. I know you had the import copy, but then you bought the American one because you really liked the game. But lots of people are going to be like, I played through it already. There's no real text here. I don't need to read it. Oh yeah, I, I get what yeah. you mean. So that's why region lock. That's why gamers say it because it limits our options. But that's why Nintendo does it. And there's no way in the middle of a console cycle they're gonna be like, "Hey, uh, half the games for this system, the current 3DS games, will be region locked, but everything mm-hmm. going forward won't be." Like that just doesn't make sense. So, so I don't know where that rumor started, but Nintendo did shoot it down. Um, I mean, if people really want to, they could always take off the region lock somehow. No, they can't. They can't now with the 3DS. Nope, not yet. Just give it time. Yeah, homebrew. <laughs> Homebrew or something, but uh, the final bit, and this is the bit that kind of touched on. Or just buy if you really want to play foreign games that bad, just buy a foreign 3ds. Yeah, that's what some people do. Like, uh, yeah, some people have done that for sure. A Xenoblade's a better example of the region lock situation. Everyone's like, Nintendo bring Xenoblade over, but then a bunch of those people that said that would have. I mean, it wasn't region locked. We wasn't region locked, was it? It was. Oh, it was. But a bunch of those people be like, Nintendo bring it over, and then be like, oh, they're never gonna bring it over. I'm gonna play it. And then Nintendo, two years later, sure, we'll bring it over, and half their audience already played the mm-hmm. thing or tried and went by it at that point, so it's a waste of Nintendo's resources. So that's why they're doing that. But the last bit of 3DS news we kind of touched on was the logo. Amiibo support. 
in case you didn't think Amiibo was Nintendo's next big thing, the new 3DS pretty much confirms it is. Because mm -hmm. not only does the logo reference it, but they put an NF re NFC reader right under the bottom touchscreen. It is baked in. Because the fact of the matter is, no matter who you talk to, I, or not no matter who, no matter how you think about it, if you make an accessory for something, it never does as well as when it's packed into the system. Connect only sold X number because it was separate from the Xbox versus the new Connect, which when it was bundled, everyone had one. It's guaranteed that you could develop for Not it. Not anymore. Not anymore, mm -hmm. but that's a weird example because Microsoft backpelling like crazy about the one. But, yeah, um, but I mean, but people really didn't want their Connect. This is right. Different. But the fact is, developers yeah. can bank on those people having one, whether they liked it or not. With Amiibo, if Nintendo wants to really ensure people have it, you need to have it baked into the system. So that little dongle they announced in May or whatever. You're a dongle. I am a dongle. But <laughs> that dongle they announced in May just doesn't cut it. So the fact, so it's no surprise that they put it in the system. And I wouldn't be surprised if this was the main impotence of them making the system in the first place. Was them going, oh, well, we need to really like make sure Amiibo's as accessible as possible. Let's make a whole new system. <laughs> so, uh, so that's in there. And speaking of Amiibo, Nintendo did confirm the first wave of toys. For here in the U.S. for launch, there's going to be 12 of them coming out this holiday. Here's the, the one they revealed. <laughs> well, no, these are the first wave. This That's is like, yeah, all the, the ones. So they're the one that has been revealed. Right. So Mario, Peach, Link, Samus, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Pikachu, Kirby, Fo Fox, Marth, Animal Crossing Villager, and Wii Fit Trainer. They're going to be 13 dollars a pop, which means if you want the whole set, you're looking at about 166 bucks worth of toys. All pre-ordered already. I'm sure. And were you were used to one of the ones that helped Amazon sell out of uh, Villager and Marth already? No, I had to pre-order Villager on Best Buy. Oh, they already sold out on Amazon by the time you got to it? Yeah. Yeah, they, they I, went fast. I don't know why I waited so long. I don't know, I guess I just didn't feel like they were going to sell out. Right, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, I don't think anyone did, but then 11 of the top 20 best-selling like game products around the when they announced this were all Amiibos on Amazon. <laughs> across all systems. Oh, 11 of the top 20 were Amiibo toys. So, yeah, these things are going to be well, I mean, if you want a Marth huge. toy, this is like the only place where you can possibly yep. get a Marth toy. Same with Villager. Well, actually, no, I have an Animal Crossing Villager toy already. But you have that one. Not that one, but <laughs> I kick a slider playing guitar. I never thought we Fit Train or anything, we could whatever get merchandising. Seriously, so. right? But oh, yeah, so... So, so that thing's are pretty cool. Like, they're, oh, they're like little statues. So you're clearly already getting the whole set. All of a sudden, I assume you're kind of mooching off his set. Well, it's our set. It's not really... Yes. So you guys are already set with your set. No pun intended. But... It was intended. I, uh, it, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I saw that face. It's like... <gasps> as I said opportunity. it, opportunity. Like, oh, opportunity. But no, I see... Do you think the pricing's fair, though? Like, 13 bucks for the figurine for comparison? Yeah, and anyone who says otherwise, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> says the guy without one, because <laughs> he's in school. I'm not buying them, though. I know, I know. But the... Uh, no, honestly, they feel fair. Like, if you... I don't know, like, Obisana, like, we still... I can support my claim. I don't have a job, but I wouldn't buy them. I right. mean... Now, okay, but if I had a job, I totally would buy them. Controlling in advance here. No, like Obasan still like avidly collect toys, so like just like judging by like the price of toys in the market. Collectibles, guys, collectibles. Toys, action figures, collectibles. Art, we collect. Well, we treat it. Manufactured on an assembly line, art. Yeah. What were you saying? We're done. I'm done. All right, so like I hurt his feelings. So like we're still collecting and buying like figures and all what, and what have you but um they i don't know almost everything falls around like that same like 10 to 12 dollar price range like mm -hmm. if you get a toy that just doesn't do anything like it's just like a three your your typical like three and a half inch figure that's like eight bucks it does absolutely nothing if you want like a transformer you're looking at 14 bucks or 15 bucks but so these it. aren't that bad no and then these are and then and that's just like actual action figures if you want to get into like little statues or figures 
like they're always gonna run you like around ten bucks. Like and that's it and that's if they do nothing. Like the kid robot ninja turtle toys that we have all like all around the room, they're like three inches tall. They don't do anything. They're just kinda there. But yeah. they're ten bucks. You're getting something roughly around that size, maybe a little bigger depending on the figure, that are way more detailed. Well uh, depends. And they also have the, the NFC baby stuff. more detailed. Yeah, the baby more yeah, depends on who created the little yeah. final thing. But yeah, and they have the NFC stuff, so they seem pretty fair. And I guess they are kind of roughly the same price as a Skylanders toy, because those run anywhere from like 10 to 16 bucks. So these are literally smack in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're very, very good price. Do Clearly, most every, people Do you agree. think every single character is going to get an Amiibo? That's the plan. And Nintendo said the plan is for the whole roster. Really? I mean, they said in an interview, not like officially in a press uh, release. But the plan, I believe, is eventually the whole wa- roster of Smash Bros. The roster? The whole roster of Smash Bros. Was- which is why, in part, they keep calling this the first wave coming this holiday. Meaning there's going to be more coming next year. Yeah, and you have to wait for your character. You know, you're not the only Bowser fan. Today, Jimmy Fallon tweeted that he uses Bowser uh, on the motorcycle uh, in Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 is his favorite game of the year so far. Yeah, but it's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Nice guy. Uh, uh, you guys are weird. He thinks he could sing. He can? Have you heard him? Yeah, I've heard him. He can. He's not the best. That's why he's a comedian first. That's nice. I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> Everyone can sing. It doesn't mean they should. Okay. I will point out he's won Grammys before for his comedy albums, but okay. Yeah, I'm not like the comedy hugest... Comedy No, no, no. Comedy song albums. Like singing. Ugh. I'm not the huge... Like back in his SNL days. I'm not the biggest Jimmy Fallon fan, but I think you guys are giving him an unfair shake. Regardless... I saw him in public and punch him. I saw him in public at the BMAs last week and I did not punch him. He was too Good thing away. I wasn't with you. You would have ran on stage and punched him in the middle of the award show? Well, in pu- oh. I guess it's still public, but... Yeah, I knew what you meant. You meant yeah. going down the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ha, I got you there. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Amiibo pricing's out. I, I don't know if I'm going to get them all. I think I'm going to end up buying them all, but right now I'm like, I'm going to go buy four or five. Watch, in December, in a podcast in December, be like, I bought them all. What'd I do? Or something, but yeah. You have a job. You can do it. I could. I, could. I mean, it's not that. I mean, no, no, it's you, not you, that you, 12 you, for 166 isn't horrible. The only reason I could see you not getting yeah, them yeah, all is because, because you don't have room. Yeah, I don't know where I would put them. That's like, I'm going to oh, move all our, um, I'm gonna, probably going to put them where we have all our Pokemon Rumble doodads. Huh, I remember those. I have one of those. Just one. I don't have the game. I just have one Pokemon Rumble. I'm only Rumble missing four in the whole set because they ran out of them. Like, all the games stopped in my area. eBay, dude. eBay. Hey. At that point. Yeah, At that point, I could care. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of fun, like... Scanning them without opening them, and then yeah, you cheated the system perfectly. Marking them, like tagging and releasing, like oh, I already bought this one. <laughs> have my mark. I already bought this one. Have my mark. Oh, I don't have this one. With a sharpie. That's funny. And I got a shiny Genesect. That's very cool. Yeah, they're not even listed. They're not. Are you sure it wasn't just a print uh, defect in the paint? No, it's a. It, they're official. Oh, they're just okay. like a rare version of the toy. But you said it's not listed. No, oh, yeah, like, like it, when you open the Pokeball, it comes like with a little pamphlet. Checklist. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So is that rare? I wonder if Nintendo... If Nintendo was smart, they're going to do that with Amiibo eventually. Oh. Variants. If they're smart in terms of making money. Well, I mean, they're just over the, the eight different colors. Skylanders already... If they're not blind box, I mean, it would have to be a blind box. They're not box. blind box. I know, that's like... That's true. Good point. Well, neither Skylanders, but Skylanders well, I mean, has yeah, black and white versions. I, I guess somebody do like a... Like a, a year of Samus Amiibo. A year of Mario. Year they already of... blew the year of Samus. Metroid's anniversary came and went... Well, they have year Yoshi. Year. Oh no, this year would have been year Yoshi. This one every year, though. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> An anniversary every year, yes. Um, but yeah, so that's Amiibo. Uh, I guess bring it back to 3DS for a minute, though. You guys gang one? Yep. Yeah. The small one. I think I'm getting the XL again. I feel like I can't go back from the big to the little. Like, I'm too used to the big. <laughs> don't. Don't. 
Once you go XL, you, you can't go back. That's what you're thinking, I know. But, um, yeah. The thing, the thing that's interesting to me is, like, they did really address every complaint with the system. Like, everything... It, think of any complaint about 3DS, and the new one pretty much resolves it. The clamshell design? Who complained about that? I don't know. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm someone, sure someone... I'm sure well, someone then they have the 2DS did. resolved. Done. They've resolved pretty much the everything, but... Hand cramps. I only know one person who complains about that, and he's a loser. Me? No. Oh, because I, I had hand cramps occasionally. Oh, well, you're a loser too. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. No, but... Uh, the uh, No, you can get... It depends on how you hold the system, honestly. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> That's kidding. Well, I don't know. I've, I've never got a handcraft, and I feel... Neither. I mean, and I grip... Kid Icarus Uprising and, and, and gave me handcraft. And, and depending on the game, I something that would grip the system pretty firmly, and I never got handcraft. No, actually, yeah, I guess with um, Kid Icarus, I, my hand got tired when I was trying to play... Because that's the whole system with one hand. But no, I mean, another word for a tired hand is cramped. Well, it wasn't not exactly, but you can bend it to make it work. No, it was just heavy, like after a while. But then yeah. I mean, you just use the standard, just put on a pillow, and like problem solved. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, your system has some issues where they have to release a stand for you to put it on just to <laughs> play it. And it's a portable system that's supposed to be played anyway. Well, like the game has issues. Well, I mean, you yeah, can, actually, it's a game. I mean, you could also kind of rest it on your like on your legs. And yeah. Your and stuff. Like it's, I don't know. I mean, sure, it, the problem shouldn't have been there, but I feel like... Right. It's not a huge issue, but it's yeah, a small... Be resourceful, people. But the thing <laughs> is, like, the, the Game Boy Advance SP, the original DS, none of those had hand cramp issues. Like, it is. A, if a multiple people are noticing it, and it's never happened with a handheld before, it could be the handheld. I'm just saying. <laughs> they could be losers still, but it could also be the handheld. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, the other thing that I noticed at the 3DS, though, which kind of sums up between the Amiibo and the Cree specs and everything, the one thing that really became apparent about this thing is it's really like a gamer's system. Like, Nintendo has completely abandoned the idea of a system for everyone. Like, look how easy it is. With the DS, you just use the touchscreen. With the Wiimote, it's just a controller. You shake. This thing has so many buttons and so many mm-hmm. options and two different analog sticks that function roughly the same but look totally different. Like, this is not an easy system for, like, a casual brain training aficionado to pick up and play. Isn't that why Miyamoto said he doesn't like people? Yeah. Play games well, he didn't you? say he didn't like people. He said that he thinks the attitude of not challenging yourself He doesn't like Jason's. No, he said the attitude not challenge yourself is pathetic. If you stop at Wii Fit and don't go... Like, it's until I had this whole thing. I actually put an article about this up on the site last week called... Very dramatically called The Casual Era is Dead. And it's basically... I, I talk about Miyamoto's comment, talk about the new 3DS, and essentially, if you recall, like, the last decade, Nintendo's attitude has been, we need to make it super easy for people to play a system, we need to make it really easy for them to embrace a game because we're expanding the market. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do really easy stuff Core like... Pikmin 3. Yeah. Well, no, Pikmin 3 didn't suffer from it. Yeah, Pikmin... No. Was, I mean, from Pikmin 2 to Pikmin 3, it was, like, a lot easier. Yeah, it's like the well, I, I don't mean in terms... Okay, yeah, maybe. But I didn't mean like in terms so... of... Actually, yeah, that would be from the era of casual Nintendo stuff. Yeah, like, They've given up on that yeah, now. Like, yeah, like, everything, like... The, Smash Bros. The Brawl. first time you encounter so, like a problem or event in the game is kind of the last time you encounter that kind of problem. It's like, oh, we're teaching you how to solve this puzzle, and then you kind of never encounter the same kind of puzzle again. Right. Smash Bros. Brawl had a similar issue where Sakurai has gone on record saying he made it easier for because all these people that come to Wii, the idea in town has we have these new systems that are really easy to play, and then what we're going to do is we're going to slowly ease people into games. So they'll start with Wii Fit. They'll start with Wii Sports. They'll go, oh, this is easy. Then they'll play, like, new Super Mario Brothers. They'll go, oh, I like games now. Then they'll launch into, like, Skyward Sword, which have motion control to make it easy for them. Then they'll go one step further to, like, Brawl, where it's like, hey, it's that same little remote, but now I can do all these crazy button combos. Like, that was Nintendo's pre- plan. It all comes full circle. Yeah, the whole plan was to get all these people who would never play video games to, like, come into the fold. Problem is, they stopped at Wii Fit and Wii Sports, or they stopped at new Super Mario Brothers or Mario Kart and never went further. So Nintendo lost all those people when they started, you know, doing stuff like Pikmin, where it's like, yeah, we're making it easier for them, but they still have to, like, understand, like, 
all these crazy different mechanics and whatnot. Yeah, and people. So, even after it's simplified. Yeah, so that's what Miyamoto was saying when he's like, yeah, um, they're pathetic. He meant the idea that they don't want to challenge themselves. That that attitude of being like, I don't want to take that next step. Next step, I want the entertainment just to be super easy for me. To just like, I stand in front of it, I do it, I move on. He's like, that's kind of pathetic. They should... I don't know if I necessarily agree with him. Yeah. It's just different... Hey, I try, I play them. I just don't play them much. Don't do that book. <laughs> but uh, I know the mechanics. I get how it works. But, um, but yeah, he's like, those people aren't even willing to try, and I find that kind of pathetic. That's what he was saying. But it's still true. It's a very drastic shift for Nintendo. Why don't you try? Because I don't have a reason. But, um, <laughs> but no, it, it is a drastic shift for Nintendo. It's back to what they were like during the GameCube day, days. So, yeah, like I said, I'm plugging now. There is an extra on the site where I talk about this and really show how the heyday of, the, of Wii Fit and Brain Age is totally dead. Like, if you look at the sales numbers, it's like night and day. They bomb so mm-hmm. hard on current systems. So the 3DS, this 3DS really exemplifies that and shows that Nintendo's basically going, you know what? Screw it. Forget those guys. We're going after the real gamers, the real fans that know how these things work, and we'll give them every input they want. We'll give them every feature they want. They want Barracuda? Boom, Barracuda. They want a second stick? New There's DS. a second stick. Go home, noobs. <laughs> yeah. That should be the... Sl- <laughs> when they launch it next spring or whatever, they should just literally Not print ads and just say, go home, noobs, with nothing else. But, so... so the dark um, era of Nintendo's over? I, you could say so. But what's interesting is I think they're still trying for casuals. I just think they decide gaming systems are for gamers. And quality of life or whatever that thing ends up being is what's going to go after the casual. So that's the thing where they'll take their game know-how and apply it to more casual stuff. But they realize you can't have a, a one-size-fits-all solution. Anymore. Well, I mean, the, I mean, that part of something they're still going to make games for everyone. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, gonna... I mean, obviously, Yoshi's Woolly World is like still targeted at like, I guess, literally every age I could think of. Here's we, the... we saw like toddlers playing. Um, well, here's the at, at Toad's, yeah, Toad's Adventure. Here's the thing. Pretty well. Here's the thing. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you're not... Right. No, just because yeah, yeah. you're a gamer doesn't mean you're not a kid. And the fact of the matter is Amiibo, more than anything else, really shows that Nintendo... I think they're going after core gamers, but they're also like, we have a huge kid market. Kids love our games. Bring them in. No, yeah, but they still have to ease them into gaming, too. Well, but not they, to the same extent. Actually, kids no, no, can figure things out really easily. Yeah, I mean... A five-year-old can figure out... when we were little... Five-year-old like, is part of beat you. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, actually. No, but a five-year-old can easily figure out this circle pad on the left does this. This little analog nub, the C-stick on the right does that. They'll get it. 40-year-old lapsed gamer might be like, wait, they might overthink it and be like, why do they look and function differently? Do they do the same thing? I guess they kind of do the same thing. Why are they doing it? Like, it's a little more... Hey, is this oh, yeah. a 40-year-old who got into gaming or a 40-year-old lapsed gamer? Game? Who, like, used to be a gamer, like, in the 80s and now came back mm. with the Wii and then Nintendo gives him a system that has four shoulder buttons, two analog sticks that look totally different, four face buttons, a D-pad, a touch screen. Like, he's gonna be like, what? <laughs> maybe, four, maybe I'm being a little hard on four-year-olds. Maybe the senior <laughs> citizens are more that one but yeah, depends how much of a gamer he was yeah yeah but th- this is assuming he hasn't played games since Mario on the NES oh, which is what but... Nintendo was kind of targeting yeah. for a while so yeah. it's de- it's clear there definitely there's a branch happening there's quality of life for casuals and more like you know the passive ones that Miyamoto now says are pathetic and then there's the gamer games for the kids that know how to play a game and for the gamers that know how to play games yeah like I remember all of a sudden when we were little like I got my first console when I was five years old and I never had trouble like with Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Country right. 2 and those games are pretty tough. Yeah, because kids pick it up fast. Like, watch a kid use an iPad. Like, a two-year-old can figure out how to navigate an iPad, like, like nothing. But if you, like, give my mom an iPad, I had to, like, teach her how to use it over, like, the course of a month. Like, it's it's yeah. it's weird. Like, kids are very well, cause, adaptive. Yeah, because kids, they just do it. Yeah, they just learn. Because they're people, learning all the older time. Older people try to, like, figure it out mentally first and then try to do it. Right, which is why, like, the whole, which is why I keep bringing up that whole, like, the two sticks work differently on the new 3DS. Because it's, like, that's absurd if you're trying to teach someone new how to play a video game. Be like, so this stick does this one thing. And see this little nub over here? It actually does the same thing, but it's in a totally different place, looks totally different, and works totally different. 
But it does the same thing. Like, people are be like, what? Why so are we all going to be all cool old people that could figure out stuff? Hopefully. That's the nice thing about technology, though, is that, like, we've learned to adapt very, very quickly. Like, we didn't have iPhones and touchscreens, but we adapted like that. Granted, we were kids when they came out, or, like, teens, but we adapted quick. Tween. Tween. You were a tween. I was a teen. <laughs> but we adapted fast versus, like, an adult would be like, what? Like, my dad, for the longest time, he had, like, a pocket PC in the 90s, like, those old one- Windows ones, and you had to, they are capacitive screens that were really not sensitive, so you had to really hit them hard. And he will still, on his Android phone today, like, pound the screen <laughs> when he wants to do something. Like, or, like, his Windows laptop, his Windows 8 laptop, and I'll hear, like, I'll be sitting there on the couch, and I'll just look over and see him go, like, like, hitting the touch screen. He's like, it's not working. I'm like, maybe if you don't stab it. <laughs> but, like, they, yeah, they learn a set way, and they try and apply it, so... Like, they'll learn, oh, a D-pad moves Mario, so what's the stick thing do? Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's interesting. The other thing I noticed about the 3DS that I find kind of strange is how awfully timed this whole thing is. Like, they picked possibly the worst way to launch this thing. I mean, Smash Bros. uses the Circle Pad Pro, or the C-Stick, ideally the C-Stick, and it comes out in Japan in two weeks, and in America in a month, right? And the, the new 3DS comes out in... Japan in a month, so a few weeks after Smash Bros. Not horrible, but then like five or six months later in the U.S. Smash Bros. To me, feels like the ideal launch title for a brand new 3DS. If you're doing like a brand refresh, I mean that Excel 3DS. Well, then they just don't. That's a stopgap to get people to still buy the game in the system. But if I was Nintendo, I would say, hey, um, we want a major selling, a major game to launch the system with. It's like a relaunch of the system. Pokemon in November, Smash Bros. in October. Those are the biggest of the big, so to speak. In the spring, they have what? I don't even know. What, there's nothing announced for 3DS besides Project, or codename Steam, which I don't think is going to be a system seller in the same way. I the game existed. Yeah, me too, until I just said it. Like, I literally couldn't, like, Project I just what? popped in my head. Pro, uh, codename Steam, the new intelligence system strategy RPG that's like Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah, one. Like, that. that's not going to be a system seller. Is it so associated? Yeah, it's self-shaded. Yeah, okay. But the, um, like, the thing is, like, who at Nintendo decided... There must have been a production snack. Like, I don't think they consciously went, let's release the 3DS after all the big games that would make sense to sell it with. <laughs> there had to be some production delay or some issue that made them only be able to launch it in Japan. Because if you look at, Maybe like... they know something you don't. What? Maybe they know something you don't. I mean, don't. they might... What could be bigger than Pokemon Smash Bros? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe a new Mario big. game. Maybe a new Mario Kart, which you're not even going to do. They only do one per generation. There's like nothing that 2D Mario yeah. doesn't sell nearly as well as 2D Mario or Pokemon or Smash Bros. Well, actually, Smash Bros. and Mario are about equal footing, but Pokemon. Mini sells. Galaxy. That would be cool, but may, but Galaxy <laughs> sold way less than New Super Mario Brothers series. So, oh, really? Pokemon Smash Brothers. Po- po- uh maybe. <laughs> but no. But my point was like, if you look at the DS Lite, which was the last time they did this crazy refresh of a system, they launched it. It was like it had that crazy New York rise because right before it came out, like two weeks before, Brain Age. It came out alongside New Super Mario Brothers. Eight weeks later, Nintendogs. That was like a triple threat. It was like a good launch. It's like they literally relaunched the DS as a whole new thing with all these new games, and it sold like crazy as a result. 3DS, the games to do that are coming out now, and the system's not coming out until next year. This seems like a very big missed opportunity mm-hmm. to me. Something went awry. Unless they're just trying to clear out inventory. Maybe the 2DS, they're like, you know what? We're done with this thing, because the 2DS is an underselling. So maybe they're just like, let's just get rid of that this holiday. We'll sell it with Smash Bros., well, they're doing all these new bundles. Sometime next month, all the 2DSs are going to come with Mario Kart pre- uh, a Mario Kart download code. Which, obviously, parents are going to be like, ooh, Mario Kart and a system for like $100, $130? Sure. So, maybe they're just trying to clear out the 2DS inventory, and then they'll do a proper relaunch with the um, new 3DS. But, they're missing all the games. It just feels so mm-hmm. weird. Like, who... She read an angry letter to... Nah. Mm-hmm. This was my angry letter. Right here. It just, it's just <laughs> a very weird move. 
And actually, speaking of bundles, just worth noting, um, if, for those of you listening that don't have a Wii U, starring next, this month, Nintendo Land and Mario 3D World are both going to come bundled. Who's listening bucks. to this and not have a Wii U? Some people just have 3DSs. It's not that crazy. Oh, I guess. But the, anyway, Mario 3D World and Nintendo Land, $300 with the system, which pretty, is actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, really good game. Yeah. And Walmart getting a Mario. I think so, yeah. And, and Nintendo Land, or Mario Kart's getting a fresh bundle at Walmart as well. Wow. System bundle, which also comes with Nintendo Land, I believe. Wow. Yeah, so it basically they did a, 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 a like a stealth price drop because they threw in a second game. Stealth price stealth drop. price drop. But, Sneaks up on you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess that's my those are my thoughts on the 3ds. I'm excited. I think it's really cool. I think it's nice to see Nintendo actually address criticisms head on like this. They don't usually do that. First time for everything. Indeed. So um, welcome to NES. Are there only yes. Here in, here in America, we got some Nintendo news that wasn't a new 3DS, or some 3DS news that wasn't a new system. What were you going to say, Elvis? Uh, about the uh, interchangeable skins? Thing. Yeah, what about Like, the, 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 the already, face plates? Already, yeah, like, they already have a set number right now. 38 were announced for Japan. 38. Oh, damn, that's a lot. Uh, I don't know how they're releasing them or anything, and they probably, if they sell well, they'll do more, but the last time they did face plates was for Game Boy Micro, and they didn't do so well. But then again, the system didn't do so well. Yeah, so. I mean, the 3DS is pretty popular. So. Yeah, I think I think these could be big. And I really like how they have some Nintendo ones and some not Nintendo ones. Like, they have some cool designs. And they already announced special edition 3DS, like, new 3DSs as well. Monster Hunter's Gang one in Japan. Um, I think that's the only one they announced, actually. <laughs> but, but still, it's coming out like the same time as the system. But yeah, Jose, you mentioned Ultimate uh, NES Remix because while Japan got the big news about the system, we got some tiny news about some games coming out later this year because Nintendo's like, well, we don't have a system nothing. for you. Yeah, exactly. So on the same day that I mean, this I may get it because I don't well, know I don't, either. Oh well, then yeah, it might be worth it because NES Remix. That's the thing. NES Remix uh, Ultimate NES Remix is basically like a remix of NES Remix One and Two. Comes out on December fifth for the 3DS, the exact same day as NES Remix Pack for Wii U. And whichever one you get, based on Nintendo hasn't announced all the games, but based on the description on its game page on Nintendo.com. It's a lot of the same games. It's a lot of the same individual challenges, and it has a lot of the same features, like the ch- uh, the championship mode where you do like three games in a row. That's still there. Um, they have regional leaderboards, and that's pretty much all they've said. The only person I know who bought the first one, me. Yeah, that's funny. That, you know what's funny about NES Remix, actually? No. This game. Let me let me tell you, Elvis. Let me tell you. This game was like a pet project of like two developers. I, I read this in some interview or something. They were just like on their you own, just like, hey. In an, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I read it in an interview. I didn't those, conduct the those interview. Those exist, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, and then you realize you can't because I'm right. <laughs> but they, uh. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we wanted to, like, hack some ROMs. We just wanted to see what would happen, like, do little challenges. So we just did it on the side, made a few ROM hacks, and then showed it to the higher ups. And, like, yeah, make a game out of it. Put it on, put it on like, the eShop just in case. Did that. So it's just like this little pet project. Now it's, like, exploded. They have, like, Four versions now. Granted, they're basically the same two games repeated, but you know they have NES Remix One, NES Remix Two. They're now doing the bundle for Wii U. They're now doing a 3DS bundle on the same day with buff, basically the same content. Like they're really milking this all awesome. It's quite the about face Nintendo did from yeah, let's see what happens to okay, yes, sell, sell, sell. So mm-hmm. I just find it kind of funny that it's a I, probably because it's so cheap to make and so profitable. Like it costs next to nothing. For sure, anyone at home can make it. Yeah, if you have the right tools. For but, sure, it's mm-hmm. been made before. Yeah, far, yeah. <laughs> And Mario Maker will let you basically do your own, just extended versions when that comes out next year. But um, for Mario only, but so not really then. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it's just kind of funny. It's such an about phase. But so they announced that, and that's coming out on December fifth. The 3DS version is going to be thirty dollars, 
and I believe the Wii U version will be $40. And then they also announced that Pokemon R Academy has a release date of October 24th, and at the same time confirmed that, you asked about this, I think, last episode, R Academy for Wii U is still coming out this year, apparently. That's all they said. Oh, Who knows what's out. in it? Who knows if it's retail or eShop? They just said, yeah, it's, it, it, it's still a thing. It's still a mm-hmm. thing that we're making. So, there you go. Um, I didn't know it was not out. They had the free, like, Art Academy, like, I, I forgot what it's called, Drawing Pad or Studio or... I don't know. The <laughs> dumbed-down one, yeah. But they didn't have the full game. Uh, the other unexpected news that kind of happened since our last episode... Well, it's technically you download the full game because it has, like... It has other menu buttons that say, like, oh, coming soon. Yeah, but they don't actually have a. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you download them. You don't You're downloading, like, the skin, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like a facade. So they just need to fill in those gaps whenever that happens. But the other big unexpected news besides the 3DS these last couple weeks, which nicely crosses into our uh, crossover theme of the episode, is that Mario Kart DLC that came out. Because apparently, the Mercedes Benz DLC from Mario Kart 8 was actually just a Trojan horse for some way, way cooler DLC. So, like, literally maybe four hours before the Mercedes DLC launched, and after, uh, two, two hours after it leaked, uh, Nintendo announced that they're giving Mario Kart 8 kind of a Smash Bros, a dash of Smash Bros, if you will. They're doing crossovers with other franchises. So, starting with version 2 of Mario Kart 8, which, is, which has been available for the past week, you're able to pre-order two new DLC packs, one coming later this year, one coming in May, that contain a total of, uh, two cups each, with eight tracks each, three additional characters each, and four more vehicles each. So essentially, when you add it all up, you're getting about 50% more game for what amounts to roughly a fifth of the price of what you paid for the game up front, which is an insanely good deal. So what they're actually giving you is the first DLC pack comes in November, and it has Tanuki Mario as a playable character, Cat Peach as a playable character, and Link of Zelda as a playable character, yeah, which, some, which caused some heads to explode yeah. on the internet, understandably. So. We're only going to see Links on, online Oh, now. of course. Yeah, it's going to be all Link all the time. Or a bunch of Cat Peaches. Yeah. But it, it's actually, it's, it's kind of cool, though, that they're actually branching it out and doing... And it's not just like, oh, there's Link playable. They're doing, like, tracks based on other games, mm-hmm. too. It's full-on, like, Smash Bros. of fying. <laughs> so, like, they didn't announce them, but they showed them in screenshots. There's uh, like an F-Zero... Game. What? No, I said it's, like, my dream racing game. It's, like, it's basically Nintendo's version of Sonic yeah, All-Stars. because I've been asking for this, like... Remember, like, a few podcasts ago, like, I just wanted, like, oh, maybe for the next Mario Kart, they should just do a mashup. Everyone's been saying that, I, but yeah, you did, yeah. But, but I kind of wanted, um, well, I guess this is fine, too, but, um, obviously, <laughs> obviously it's fine, but, like, I was kind of expecting, like, oh, like, oh, like, a, like a Pona to be a, a car. Actually, they could still they, make, they haven't said yeah, no, they, yeah. They, they could still be an opponent. They haven't announced any cars. motorcycle. Yeah. Which, which I could really see them doing. That would be super cool, actually, but, um, uh, what was it, a link to the gas, it was a pun I saw going around, mm-hmm. like a driving pun, yeah, or yeah. Ocarina of Drive, uh, there are a few yeah, others. Link doesn't know what he's getting into. Yes. Yeah. Imagine Link's death stare. Assuming he has one. Just playing. You know, you're gonna see a lot of videos of Link getting death stared. Yeah. Yeah. But but what I was gonna say is, in addition to him as a playable character, they're also like the booth- all his screams too, and whenever he gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> whenever he booths with the golden mushroom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're also doing cartoon. Tuning would have fit better. He might have. Actually, yeah. Well, this, this is Skyward Sword Link, so he's like a hybrid. Yeah. No, but I mean, just in that universe, because everyone looks so, like... Yeah, but, but, yeah. Small and cute. Yeah. I'm guessing they went with that Link, because he'll match a little better with a Smash <laughs> Wario's Bros. Wario's look. cute. Huh? Wario's not uh-uh. cute. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, Wario is not exactly... And <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think they went with this one, because A, it matches his Smash Bros. look a little, and B, it matches closer to how he'll look in the new Zelda. Granted, different color tunic and different hairstyle, but it's closer in facial structure to new, next Zelda than anything else. Or they just wanted to put Skyward Sword Link in. Or that. 
Yeah. And he has parachute pants, so that works for him. That's true. Yes, but, uh, and Hyrule Warriors, he matches the look a little better. Hyrule Warriors is his own thing, but this Link looks more like Link than Toon Link does. You know, like well, I mean, to be fair, all adult Links look kind of the same. Right, that's my point. So if they had to choose between Toon Link oh, yeah. and this Link, this is the Link they're using for everything. Yeah. But what I was trying to say, before I got on the Link, <laughs> yes, before I got on all the tangents, is in addition to the characters, other stuff from other games will be in there too, which is actually what I think is the coolest. There's an F-Zero track in the screenshots. There's what looks like an Excite Bike track, which could be super cool. Mm-hmm. The Blue Falcon's one of the carts. So, like, it's cool that Nintendo's doing this, which means... what? So this comes out in November, and that's what we get then. But then in May of 2015, they're doing a second batch, which who knows what that will have beyond already confirmed um, Animal Crossing Builder as a, as a new racer, Isab- Isabel, the secretary extraordinaire of Animal Crossing <laughs> as a racer, Dry Bowser mm-hmm. will be a racer, but that makes sense. He's a Mario character. And then on top of that, there seems to be an Animal Crossing Village track at least, plus who knows what else. So Nintendo yeah. could have some real fun with it. They could do all sorts of references. Can we see those tracks? I mean, like, we're already pretty much like 100% in Mario... No, I did 100% Mario Kart 8 already. Right. So it's pretty much just like, it's playing online, so giving me new tracks. I wonder how the whole track thing is going to work online. I mean, like, will you only play... Only people that have DLC will have access to those tracks. So when you're playing people, if, if people in the party are playing that Once don't have it, it no, they just won't be available on the shuffle. No way. Not really. It makes sense. That's how all DLCs works. Right? Isn't that how, like, Call of Duty or something does DLC? Like, if you're playing online, the Not option really. to do those maps only works well, with those who have those maps? It, it depends. Because um, usually you have to down... Well, that's it. it really depends on what genre you're talking about. Because, like, sometimes some game companies will have you download a patch that pretty much gives you all the characters so, so you could play against them. Like, fighting games, like, even though you don't have... Oh, character, the characters will be there. The tracks won't be there. No, 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 no. That's something in general. Like, tracks, like, this is kind of... Kind of different. Well, no, this is how like, Map and Call of Duty works. Like in, well, I know, it's literally the same, well, I mean, right? Well, I know in Transformers, um, if you didn't have the map, you could still end up playing in a map you don't have. How? Well, that's because they probably did server-side, right? That's like that's like, that's what I'm saying. Like Even though you didn't buy it, you, you, they still have you download a patch that downloads everything uh, so that you still have access to it, but just not offline. Maybe, then. So, I don't know. That's like, well, we'll, I guess this, we'll see, but... I mean, that sounds like the easiest way to do it, but... Um, well, the easiest way is not to make you download a patch and just... When you upgrade to 2.0, they might have had the hooks in there to display those things, and then just tracks don't work, but the characters do. Like, I mean, they could do multiple patches. I don't know. It's all kind of a crapshoot. It's all the same. Like, it's a toss-up right now. But whatever it is, the packs are pretty dirt cheap. It's seventy nine seventy seven ninety nine for each pack, or you can get both for only eleven ninety nine. And if you get both, which you can pre-order now, you instantly get eight different Yoshi colors and eight Shy Guys in different colors, which is kind of a nice perk. And those work now, but you can only see them once you do the upgrade, I believe. So there's your answer, probably. Yeah. But um, more mm-hmm. point, I kind of touched Wait, on this. Did you? We all um, have the upgrade. You upgraded? Um, I haven't bought anything. But he did the upgrade. You have to do the upgrade when you boot the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. strategically of Nintendo. Um, yeah, and it's kind of funny. They put the DLC stuff all over it. Like when you're on the character select screen, it'll show placeholders for the new characters that you bought. Like, just little boxes where they'll be. Apparently, I would see this myself, but I read online that someone noticed in some of the tracks, some of the ads along the side of the track now. You know, it's like like Donkey Kong Energy Drink, mm-hmm. da-da. And then the DLC has ads on the track. <laughs> like, they actually inserted ads, like, mm-hmm. ch- you know, Link's coming in November, or like, something like that. Like, that's kind of funny that they are pushing it that hard. Nintendo's actually, it's funny, for all their, like, backwards thinking with online, they're really, like, really aggressive about DLC and, like, sales. Because they push those ads to the gamepad. Like, I just got one for the Smash Bros. sale, where they're doing, like, you know, 30% off various games. I just got that this morning. It was, like, I got one yesterday, 
It's, it's last night. I got one last night, and then I got one four days ago, both for the same sale. And I'm like, wow, why can't they be this good at delivering notifications or something? <laughs> isn't the isn't the Smash Bros. sell thingy on the on the pop up quick menu? Yeah, yeah. But how it works? Yeah, how it works though is if you enable you see, it. Yeah. Not even that, but your uh-huh. system will light up and tell you. Like, it's like a notification. But they can't do that for friend requests or anything. They can only do it for their ads. And now Mario Kart has ads, too. It would be too convenient. It would be way too convenient. But, uh, yeah, I it's... And first, this is how you do DLC. Like, right here. This is how you do it. So much more content for so little money. Such a good deal. And plus, like, it extends the life of the system, of the game so long. Because Nintendo's mm-hmm. always like, oh, this is our long-tail game. This is one that's going to keep selling. And that's probably why they're releasing these every six months. Because... They basically can bubble up fresh buzz every six months. They can re-promote it every six months just having something new. It's a very easy way to keep sales going for the long term and to keep us engaged when there might not be other games to play. It's kind of genius that they're spacing it like this. But there, there was one other part of the DLC, of course, which were the new carts and the Mercedes stuff. What do you guys think of those? I mean, we've all played it's them a little. Fine. Classy. Classy. It's funny because like, I thought the not-silver arrow, like the two more Mercedes-looking ones, were the kind of out of place when actually mm-hmm. playing. Not as bad as I expected. In the trailer, I was like, this looks ridiculous. But when playing, I kind of didn't notice. Yeah, they all look... They all kind of blend in. Yeah, they're just other cars. Yeah, they're yeah. Gonna... yeah but the, I do like... Uh, the, it's interesting how different the silver arrow handles from some of the carts. Like, it it, feel, it felt very different than my usual cart when I was playing it. But that could that's just... That's because you're, usual, you're used to your other cart. I guess, but... Yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing. Although like... it does have its own custom tires, silver arrow. Mercedes ones have their own <laughs> car, tires you can only use with the Mercedes ones. That's cool. But, um... I mean, I'll probably just stick to my other cards anyway. Right, yeah. So have you guys... Oh, well, you said you didn't pre-order yet the DLC. Not that we don't have the Yoshis, but... Right. Also, so what's the point? Yeah. Well, to give Nintendo money. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's so... I have to give Nintendo credit for the scheme with this DLC. They're having financial trouble, right? They know their sales will be fine during the holidays. So what do they do during the slow summer month? Hey guys, you want to buy something for uh, from us in advance? You want to get a pre-order bonus? Well, I guess you do get pre-order bonus, but it's not like we're gonna run out of stock. But we could use the twelve bucks from each of you now. So how about you just give us the money now, and then we'll give you the DLC when we don't need the money as much? It's kind of kind of genius. But uh, that's not the only DLC Nintendo's doing though. Hyrule Warriors—they um, just released it after its launch in Japan. They'll release it day one here in the states. But they're adding new modes to Hyrule Warriors as DLC when it comes out later this month. Um, if you get the game. On day one, there'll be a DLC update that includes background music options, which isn't a huge deal. A, a giant 8-bit sword for Link to use, like just like straight out of the NES game, which is kind of cool. But most interestingly, they're adding an entire new challenge mode, where you basically you're doing, like, you're in one level, I think it's like Farron Woods or something, and you're just doing, like, all these rapid-fire boss challenges. Like, defeat this many enemies, do this in this amount of time, do that in that amount of time. It's just like a... That just sounds like a reskinning of their Zelda mode, where, like, you play the NES Zelda, and right. like, every single panel is just a different challenge. Like, oh... Um, kill these many enemies in this amount of time and then if you do it then you clear that little panel oh right right well maybe maybe like I'm misremembering maybe it's strictly uh, like enemy, waves, enemy the... waves or something no well I mean that would make sense like maybe someone just wants to do the challenges without having to play this little right. version of NES Zelda why would they not want to though because that's a cool online and hook I don't, mean, I don't know what this... I know I know but either way oh. adding a new mode for free right after the game launch is kind of a nice little bonus that's the upside of DLC it'll be for free yeah well, they're not gonna charge that. But. <laughs> it was always planned, but they couldn't figure it until like, hey, just yeah. day was free later, and they'll like give us all these hugs and praise. Yeah. Well, here and here in the states, it's gonna be day one. So <laughs> here in the states, it'll be day one. I know. So it'll be like it was just delayed, but that's true. Maybe that's like another tactic that Nintendo could do, like not have um like day one DLC or like 
DLC later that looks like, oh, my game is incomplete. Just, like, make it all free and just say that you're yeah. working on it later. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like, oh, we're humbly giving you guys, like, four new characters for Smash Brothers. And then, like, someone later finds out, like, hey, the coding is in here for them. Well, that's, how, that's what happened with Capcom games, right? Where you had to, like, pay to unlock the character and they were on the disc to begin with. That was just, um... But that's a little more game. That's a little more greedy than That, that, that was suggesting. just Ultimate Marvel. That had that, right. Like, Street Fighter, I thought the DLC was handled really, really well in that one. Right, it was just Marvel that they screwed up. Yeah, just because, like, oh, they were DLC characters right, that were already... Right, right. Well, Nintendo's starting to tread down that line of trouble. Um, Fantasy Life, which comes out... Same day, uh, same day in October as Bayonetta, actually, and Pokemon Arcanami on October 24th. Um, Fantasy Life is this game from level 5. It's like, I think we've talked about it before, but it's basically like an RPG mixed with, like, Animal Crossing. It's like you have different classes and you do different jobs, but you also are, like, living your life. So, in Japan, they released the game, and then they re-released the game with, like, an origin story thing, or something like that. Like, there were two versions. So, what Nintendo's doing is, instead of just localizing the new version, they're localizing the original version, and then releasing the extra content as day one DLC that you have to pay extra for. Which kind of flies in the face of how we're just praising them for the rest of their DLC practices. Because this one, if you want the origin story with new classes and new activities and new items and new characters... Day one, they're offering it, but you got to pay extra above the $40 MSRP, which is kind of, like, not <laughs> the best <laughs> approach. Like, if they're localizing it so far after the fact, just localize the new one that includes it. Like, they just want the extra money. So it's like the opposite of how they did Mario Golf, where, yeah, they had day one DLC, but they took a chunk off the price up front. So if you want it, you pay, basically, you know, kind of comes out to the same price it's all said and done. This one, you're paying extra for sure. So there. So as much as I like to praise Nintendo's DLC, I should also mention there. Isn't that kind of that. um? We got a game for the Wii. I think we call it Super Sniper Elite. But we mm-hmm. the, it was released around the same time as like a Steam version that was like a Super Sniper Elite Plus. Or I don't know. Yeah, it's for the Wii U. Yeah. And, and like yeah, like for the same price, like we got less. Yeah, it's like that. Except the difference is at least they're offering the difference, yeah. uh, the the extra stuff, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I wonder how much of that was level 5 versus Nintendo saying, no, 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 we want to sell the DLC separately. But regardless, it's kind of, kind of lame. Did you see that article about uh, the artwork for Metroid for next level games? I heard about that, yeah, that they were apparently prototyping a Metroid. And and next level, the thing about next level is they are now a second party of Nintendo, essentially. They've said they're exclusively making games for Nintendo, so they're working on something. Whether it's that Metroid... That Metroid predates Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, but yeah, whether yeah. it ends up being Metroid or some crazy other thing could be very cool. I mean, it just, okay. I guess it just shows that they weren't giving up. I mean, they were making some right, for Metroid. Right, Yeah, no, Nintendo knows Metroid still has a place. They just gotta rejigger it because Other M kind of fell flat with the fans. But, like, I enjoyed Other M, but a lot of fans thought the plot was awful, which, <laughs> to their credit, it wasn't the best. But, um... Yeah. And I will say that, um... I won't be surprised if what Next Gen is doing might be Duck Hunt. There's no way Duck Hunt Dog is in Smash Bros. with a whole new design for nothing. <laughs> I mean, Ice Climbers, they did that, nothing came of it, but they also did it with Pit, and we got Kid Icarus out of it. Like, I have a suspicion they're planting the seed for some sort of Duck Hunt revival. But who knows? What um, could they do? A new Duck Hunt. That's it. Remember, remember when the Wii U... Remember when... New, well, I guess now we kind of are, but... What? No, I was talking about Star Fox. That kind of came to Oh, it. yeah. Remember when uh, the Wii U was unveiled and they showed the Wii U gamepad on a, on a zapper controller, kind of like a sniping rifle, in the very first reveal? Nothing ever came of that. We have yet to see that. There. Duck Hunt would be a good way to do that. <laughs> or you don't even need the sniper gun. Just use the gamepad as your scope and have the TV be your thing and have it be like a fleshed out, I don't know what they could do to make it like an actual like game that's more than five minutes. 
But well, I mean, who knows? They dude, you could shoot actual duck hunt dogs and we play. Wait, you could shoot a dog and we play. No, you could shoot actual duck hunt. Oh, that's a dog. Duck hunt yeah, ducks. yeah, duck hunt ducks. Right. Yeah. But that's just one mode. So I, if they do a revival, I imagine it'd be something bigger. But there's no way. 3D like, Adventure World, where you control next, the dog. What? 3D Adventure World, where you control the dog. Sandbox, An MMORPG where you <laughs> play as a dog and everyone else are the ducks. Actually. <laughs> that would be that could be cool as like an online one versus like ten thing if it was ducks versus dogs. <laughs> they could have some fun with it, but um, I would not be surprised if we see Duck Hunt get revived. And those guys already have experience over at Next Level. You know, they have experience with Punch Out reviving Punch Out, so and reviving Luigi's Mansion after a decade. So I could see mm. them doing it. I don't know how they would do it. I don't know what it would entail, but I could see them trying. It make it like on a surface level makes sense. Luigi's uh, Mansion was a good game, but I don't know if I like how it was revived. But it was very well received and it sold way I better. Than I mean, the I can't deny that it was well received and the good overall. I yeah. just didn't really like it. Yeah, like how it was the, chopped up, right? Yeah, I liked the first one way better. Yeah, it was but, more. It was it was more seamless and. This but that was, was partly because they were trying to make it handheld friendly. That's why they chopped it like that. Well, that because they wanted you to be able yeah. to do little missions and then put the system away and go about your day. That was, it was very. They said that from the outset that the reason it's like little structured individual I know, missions. I know. That, that, that's why. I mean, like that doesn't make it right. But you do, like, punch out on Wii a lot, which is like, oh, like, they should have just made it a console game. Like, to me, yeah. I feel like it would have made more sense to make it a console game. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you did, like, punch out on Wii a lot, right? I love punch out Right, that's the same developers. So, I wouldn't take not, your yeah, dislike yeah. of... Just because I like punch out doesn't mean I should like Luigi's Mansion. No, 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 no. My point is, I wouldn't... Because you were, like, when I said about Duck Hunt, you're like, I don't know, I didn't like Luigi. I'm saying, you can't... If you like punch out and didn't like Luigi, as far as you're concerned... Oh, no, no, no. Like, they cancel no, out. When, like, I, when, I, when I said I didn't like Luigi, that was just an individual. Oh, I thought you were saying that, that in the context of making a document. No, no, that was just... Gotcha. That was just me saying that. Gotcha, gotcha. But, I didn't um, hate it. I mean, strikers. I still played it, I played it through. Yeah, like, they did Strikers as well. I forgot about Strikers. They did both Strikers. No, they do a lot of good games they like. Yeah. Just, that didn't really like just not that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, I don't know if Doc Hunt's ever going to mount anything, but... Or the Metroid prototype, but either way, it's interesting nonetheless. Um, I hope not, because the, 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 the artwork they had kind of like if an indie game developer was making it. Keep in mind, it's also concept art, not, like, actual game. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because concept art always looks way more, like, indie artsy. and sketched out and artsy than, uh, and yeah. moody than actual games. But but going back to, like, crossover games, because that's kind of the running theme of the episode. So we talked about, you know, Mario Kart, High Rewards, it's crossover game. New one that was just announced that we kind of anticipated happening was a Pokémon Tournament, which is a Pokémon fighting game that... If you recall last episode, yeah, last episode, um, well, you weren't here for this, Alice, but me and Jose were talking about the surprising Pokemon announcement coming. It's going to shock people, and we're like, oh, it's the Pokemon fighting game, probably. Yep, it's the Pokemon fighting game. And as we kind of speculated, apparently some people didn't make this connection, so I guess go us, I don't know, but I made some comment like, oh, Pokemon, that sounds like Tekken. Pokemon, Pokemon Tekken, done. And then, sure enough, Pokemon Tekken, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's a Pokemon Tekken crossover. It's coming in 2015, and it's being developed by the Tekken team over at Bandai Namco with some input from the producer of Soul Calibur as well. So they're bringing in all their fighting people to help with this one. <laughs> Two fighting series we never got into. Soul Calibur 2 is really fun on GameCube. Remember, I mean, I'll be honest, I only bought it because Link was in it, but I, it was I, really I, wanna, fun. I remember I was going to buy it because Link was in it, but I ended up getting a Zero GX. I got both at the same time. Yeah, I was only allowed <laughs> one game for my birthday. I <laughs> was spoiled because I'm an only child, so I had two. <laughs> and it wasn't even my birthday, so I don't know why I made that point. It was I just bought them. Not quarter, just like But uh yeah, so it's a fighting game in the style of Tekken featuring Pokemon, at least at its core. They keep saying they were very it, it looks I mean it looks like Tekkenish in like the sense of how it looks, like how zoomed in the camera is. Yeah. 
and stuff like that. But it doesn't look like it's not full on Tekken. Yeah, because like Tekken, it's like all juggly and like which is on purpose that this isn't full on Tekken. Because what yeah. they keep saying the developers, yeah, it's almost like I don't want to say Smash Brothers deep, but just um a little, a little. Yeah, like it looks like you have way more control over your character because like in Tekken, everything is super like stiff and delayed on yeah. purpose. But right. It's like how it is, and that's on purpose because they were saying and obviously it could still okay. be stiff and delayed. <laughs> But, because, I mean, we're just watching a video. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, I think it, it did look, I get what you mean, and I agree completely, because they were saying this thing that, um, they kept saying, like, oh, this is a game for both casual gamers and for, like, adult core gamers. Like, it's not a kiddie game. And they even went on to call it, not a competitive fighter, a competitive Mm. action game. That's in quotes, competitive action game. Mm. It's still a fighter, but they were saying the early days of Tekken reached this huge, broad audience, and as the franchise got more in-depth, then you did more juggling, and there's more of the delay and everything, it started to hone in on just, like, these fighting aficionados. They're trying to branch it back out with the Pokemon. Because they have to reach the Pokemon audience. To some extent. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so that's all they've said about the game. And all they showed, which you kind of touched on, was a minute of footage. There's a battle between Lucario, who turned into a Mega Evolution towards the end, against, uh, Machamp. Lucario. And, uh, yeah, it was just a minute-long fight. That was about it. I mean... Yeah, we, we got, we got, um... Footnotes. I mean... We got footnotes going on in this trailer. What? They also said it's not only exclusive to fighting types, so... No, it's not. That's the thing, is like, because people saw footage, and like, oh, is it yeah. only fighting Pokemon? They're like, no, why? I, I mean, I, I don't see that as a bad thing if it was only fighting types. But that limits the selection. As they point out, there's 700 Pokemon. <laughs> Still a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, like, so what if it limits the selection? That just means that every character will just have, like... They could just make the characters, like, way more, like, fleshed out and in depth. I mean, the they still can. They didn't say they're going to have a ton. No. They're just doing variety. No, I mean, I'm just saying. Although they did make a point that there's 700 Pokemon. They're obviously not going to put them all in. But the trend in fighting games is to have a larger roster. So they're going to do a lot. That's what they said. And also there's the thing of the Mega Evolution. They commented on this too. Because Lucario Mega Evolves. Not every Pokemon has a Mega Evolution. So how are they counterbalance against Mega Evolution attacks? And they said they had some ideas. They're not really going into detail. The game's only 30% done, they claim. Mm-hmm. So what they say is they're going to pull from other aspects of the Pokemon franchise yeah, I mean, in different Pokemon ways. Pokemon can still power themselves up, I mean... Right, so they're going to come up with some other way. Yeah, like Machamp can use, like... Can use bulk up, yeah. But that's not the same as Mega Evolving. Yeah. They need something flashy that, like, counters it. Well, they could just... Who knows they, what they, they can make it look flashy. Yeah. I mean, Give like, them an aura around That them. might be what I they know, do. like, I mean, they can just... When you use bulk up in the game and just like, oh, part of your attack and defense. But, I mean, in yeah. the show, like, they go all, like, super ripped and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean... So they might do something like that. Who knows? They did They did keep it vague and just said, we're pulling from across the games. So, I don't know. It's not out to 2015, but... I mean, here's here's the thing. If it's that much like Tekken, how does Tekken rank as a fighting game? Because even if it's its own beast, it's based on the core ideas of Tekken and the core game. It is Poke- Te- Pokemon Tekken. Pokekken. Or Pokken, not Pokekken. Pokken is Pokemon Tekken combined. So, I mean, you guys are Street Fighter fans. What's Tekken like versus Street Fighter? Like, I, I do play Tekken. He, you have Tekken Tag Tournament 2 on Wii U. We've no, talked I mean, that should say enough, right? What? Like, that should say something. Like, yeah, it says something. Street Fighter. But, right, like, right. I don't even want Because you're making a point about how it's like about delay and everything. So it seems more like it's almost more delay and juggle. Is it almost more like str- less impulsive? Less like Twitch gameplay? No, the, the, this one, um, I don't know. This is... Because you have high, medium, and low attacks too, and you can also block high, you can block medium, you can block low. Yeah. Like, in, I don't know, it's it's just slower. Hmm. It's a slower, more, I guess it's more methodical, because like, since everything is so slow, like, you have more time to think about what attack you want to do. Right. And it also means you have more time to, like, plan a block. And Street Fighter, I mean, it's also, like, it could also be methodical, but it's also faster. I mean. Right, which is, wh- which quick. I guess was noticeable in the footage. Like, it did look not fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the car was kind of flying all over the place. 
Yeah, but even then, like, it looked like it was very, like, I'm going this way now. I have gone there. I am now yeah. doing this. I have done that. Opposed to Street Fighter, where it just kind of flows, I guess. Or even Smash Bros., where it just sort of, like, goes full speed. But, I mean, what do you, you think of the footage? You, you guys are the fighting game fans. So, like, does this seem like something that would actually... Does this seem like something you want to play? If it's just made by the Tekken people and doesn't adapt... I mean, it doesn't t- carry over Tekken aspects... Yeah, I probably will get it or play it. But if it's too techie, you might. Yeah, back I'm off. probably gonna skip it. So if it's like Hyrule Warriors, where it's literally like one it's game with the skin, skin of a Nintendo franchise, no, I probably wouldn't play it. But if it's its own beast, you might. Be more yeah, yeah, like, like I'm only gonna play play it because it's Pokemon. If it was like anything else, you wouldn't touch it. If it was like a new IP still by Nintendo, I probably wouldn't have like right. it out of Derby. I, I will say. I really like how it's kind of cool to see, like, HD Pallet Town in the background of that level. <laughs> like, it, I was like, that is cool. Like, the fighting, whatever. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> no, honestly, it's like, oh, cool, full 3D Pokemon world, finally, like, at last. Like, even if you're contained in it, it's just cool to have that, like, a living, breathing Pokemon world. Is this how they're in Coliseum? Not Pallet Town. Not, like, oh, the staff. They had, like, weird made-up places. Yeah, not my home. Omega Ruby <laughs> and Sapphire, you get 3D versions of those towns now? Not, not in the same way. Not HD. <laughs> and I do kind of like the, like, it almost had, like, a not a watercolor look, but it definitely had, like, a yeah, yeah, yeah. palette of sorts to it. Like, I don't know how to better describe it. A palette town, look, if you will. Look washed out. <laughs> yeah, it had, like, a washed out look, which was kind of cool. And Machamp, it's nice to see Machamp actually had, like, detail. Like, I feel like every game that Machamp's in, like, his muscles on his chest are really just, like, a flat texture. It's actually kind of cool to see, like, Well, that's kind of how he was designed. I mean, just like this picture. Gray dude. No, yeah, he always had muscles. Just the games flattened it because they didn't want to render each individual like by whatever six pack muscle. But uh, but in this one they are rendered. I was like, oh, he actually looks muscular. The car didn't have fur, like actual fur. He had just like flat fur. You know, like a fur texture. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, yeah, it didn't look bad though. No, it didn't look bad at all. I thought it looked so shiny. Yeah, the game had kind of a cool style to it. Um, I'm interested in learning more. One thing that a lot of people freaked out about though is that it's only been confirmed for arcades in Japan. No word on a US release, no word on European release, and no word on a Wii U version. That's how Japanese do. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Is for everyone that was freaking out, Tekken always does that. I thought Nintendo would have like fully translated an English trailer for us if they didn't at one point plan to bring it down. That too. Because they wanted to keep an eye on it. They yep. wanted to be like, oh, this is happening, you should like it. They want us to know. If they really want us to know, they would have done a worldwide announcement opposed to a Japanese Street Fighter did that too, later. for Arcade Edition. Right. Yeah, it's a standard thing for fine games is they release, as you guys would know, they release the arcade version first in Japan, they get a feel of how the balance of characters is, they tweak said balance, and they put it on consoles. Tekken especially does that. Like, that's standard practice. Yeah. So, everyone's like, why is it not on Wii U? It's coming. They're just... Namco Bandai probably said to Nintendo, hey, we want to do this our way because this is how we know we can ensure a balanced game. Let's do our thing. And Nintendo's like, whatever. It's more publicity for us if it's in arcades. So, sure. fighter amiibos. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd actually be really cool if they did the fighter amiibos. Or, like, even if, like, Lucario from Smash Bros. You could, like, yeah, use the same one. That'd be kind of cool. But, um... Damn, yeah, so... That dwells into Pokemon amiibos. Oh, man. How much do I bet they're going to do, like, a Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Coliseum sort of game in the future uh, just to release a million Amiibos? That's <laughs> a lot of Amiibos. At least, I would at least hope... I mean, I, like, it'd be easy to say, like, oh, they could just release the final form of every Pokemon because, like, in, uh, I don't know, in general, you would expect everyone just to use the best version of each Pokemon, but mm-hmm. there are, like, actual strategies that use, like, the first form or the second form or, like... Right. Sometimes, like, non-evolved or, like, whatever, like, random Pokemon. So it's, like, they kind of do have to make one of every single one, and they do plan on going full-on Pokemon Stadium Amiibo with it, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah, that's 700-plus 
Jeez. I mean, there's those two. It's gonna be hard to find your own toy. I'm pretty sure I cannot could do that. Now yeah, that yeah, that's it. Like that's not that's even too hard. You have to unless, have like a unless, chest. Unless, like, okay, where is my? Yeah. And then they still have like two Pokemon that haven't even announced it, so it's still true. And go to Toys R Us, where I gotta find this Pokemon. Go to Toys R Us, and the whole aisle. store is just Amiibos. Yeah, yeah, it would be a whole aisle. Not I even. feel like if they were to do that, the Pokemon Amiibos would be exclusive to PokemonCenter.com, the new online store they did where they're selling $60 Pokemon, Pokemon fountain pens <laughs> Pokemon Center is being transformed into PokemonAmiibo.com because that's all they that's have. all they can sell that's There's all the so has room for yeah Nintendo World will literally just be an Amiibo showroom going forward <laughs> but uh, but yeah in terms of Poketech how do I keep calling that Pokin Poke, yeah Pokin Pokin Torment um, it, it has to be coming to Wii U just a matter of when I mean everyone's like oh it needs to be sooner rather than later which is true, the Wii U could use the games now, but there's no doubt it'll be there, if not next year, then in 2016. So look out for that, people. <laughs> one one fighting game we do know is coming to Wii U and 3DS is, of course, Smash Bros., which is less than a month away for 3DS now. It is? It is. Uh, no, I take that back. In Japan, it's less than two weeks away. In America... No, it is less than a month. It comes out October 3rd in the U.S., and it's now... This goes up on the 7th. This is it, guys. Home stretch. We're finally going to be able to stop talking about Smash Bros. news because there won't be any. Well, it's not the Wii U one, but... but yeah, we'll but... Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny because like, with two weeks left till it ships in Japan, or one week at this point, and only a month till here in the States, you would think Nintendo would be like ramping up the news, but instead, I feel like they've slowed the drip feed even more, kind of. like We've gotten some news for sure, but the biggest news that happened these past two weeks was um, that giant leak of theirs. Yeah, you may recall last episode, those of you who listened to it, that um, we were initially discussing all these leaked characters. There's these screenshots that came out that showed... Okay, first, spoilers ahead. If you don't want uh, Smash Bros. characters spoiled, apparently some people don't, skip ahead, look on the timestamps on ramtown.com, jump to the next topic. We're going to be talking yeah, about them. Yeah, it's a funny game anyway. We're yeah, but some people no, actually freaked out. Yeah, so. Everyone has the right to not. Yes, indeed. So yeah. if you want to skip past this and go straight to the Bayonetta coverage, do that. Timestamps on the site. For those of you who are like, I really don't care, welcome aboard. Uh, so, yeah. So this, the leaked screenshot showed Bowser Jr., Duck Hunt Dog, Dark Pit, Dr. Mario, Shulk, Rob, Ganondorf, Ness. I think there are some others. Jigglypuff. But point being... We did this whole analysis last episode of are the screenshots real, are they not? And we kind of came to the, the conclusion that they probably are, knowing our luck of pick, nitpicking them, but who knows. And then, like, literally the day after the podcast goes up, all this evidence started coming out that basically confirmed, yep, the leak is real. So the first bit of evidence, which is probably the biggest, was video leaked on YouTube, which I don't think Nintendo's ever had a leak of this scale. No, uh, I mean, Cafe, Project Cafe... I don't think many games have ever had a leak of this Yeah, game. individual games. Nintendo's had leaks now, I think about it. Project Cafe, which became the Wii U, was known about a month and a half before I mean, the Wii U. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of games, Nintendo's never had something quite like this. So, these videos come out. They show, basically, the Bowser, Jun- Bowser Jr. and his little crazy clown cart helicopter thing, which we talked about. And that's like, okay, so that's at least real. They, show, they showed uh, Ganondorf being back. It's so like, well, that's real. And Shulk. They, show, yeah, I mean. they showed Shulk. So it, it was starting to come become obvious, and then to make matters worse, Nintendo then pulled the videos about eight hours after they were posted, which only confirmed it even more, because the stupid copyright claims, like, uh, you know, removed due to a copyright request from Nintendo of America, and the fact of the matter is, Nintendo doesn't pull fan videos. The second they were pulled, they were confirmed, which mm-hmm. was, they probably should have just left them up. Mm-hmm. But I guess their attitude is, we'd rather have 10,000 people know we pulled it, than 100,000 people see the video, or something, that's probably their logic, but, um... The weird thing about the leak is is where it came from, in that the videos themselves said ESRB0083 on them, implying mm-hmm. that the ESRB got the video. Because how it works, the ESRB doesn't play games at all. 
what the companies do is they send the worst and most offensive parts of their games. Well, that's why you got a lot of upskirt pictures. That's why there's that whole gallery of Smash Bros. ESRB? upskirts. Uh, the rating people. Entertainment Software Rating Board. Uh, you know, like E for Everyone, yeah, Team. Yeah, yeah. That's ESRB. So they don't actually play games when they rate it. They ask companies to send the worst, which, like you said, Isaiah, is why if we went on Imager the day of the yeah. week, there's yeah. literally an entire gallery of, like, zoomed in on their chest, zoomed up their skirt, like, mm-hmm. weird trophy angles, and that's because that was where the leak came from. So everyone's like, oh, how could the ESRB leak it? They're in big trouble. Turns out, if reports are to be correct, the ESRB didn't do anything. The dude at Nintendo of America in charge of capturing the footage and sending it to the ESRB went, I'm just going to put it on the internet, too. Mm-hmm. So he's been fired, if this is true. He's been fired. He's being sued. He still, as of the leak day, has a copy of the game. But the good news is, if this is all true, he did not unlock every character. So we yeah, know a lot, but there's about that. three or four left that we don't know, supposedly. Yeah, cause Which we... makes sense, because the screen's not symmetrical. Yeah, and also... Um... Well, I mean, neither... The selection is, screen, I mean. Yeah. I mean it's so in the new mode he was talking about, like, you can fight every player, but... Or the author mode? Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's been there. They just changed how it works. No, 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 yeah, no but no, if, no. You don't have any, if you don't have all the characters, there's a little padlock. Oh, yeah. Right there. And then in his leaked photos, there was a padlock. Yeah. 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 So, so that re- that's reassuring, but... Um, so Dixie might be real. Dixie might because be real. Of course, man might be real. Oh, yeah. Um, who else was Mewtwo. there? Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Yeah, it was just those three, which still wouldn't make it symmetrical. There would have to be one more. For there probably are four. Because I mean, if you look at every Smash Bros, it might not be not perfectly Melee. square. Oh, okay, not... No, Melee had it. Melee will take two. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Then maybe it is the full roster. Regardless, mm-hmm. um, regardless, even if you don't want to believe that the videos were real, the proof continued piling on after that. Um, the second bit of proof came out of a Japanese Smash Bros. 3DS video that Nintendo put out. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is actually kind of funny that they overlooked this. Again, they put out a... Fo- yeah, they put oh. out like four minutes of footage... Of, like, a getting to know Smash Bros, essentially. Like, walking you through it. And in one split second of footage, literally maybe a second, if you look on the far right of the image, you see the little player off-screen cursor, inside of which is a Ganondorf that looks identical to the one in the leaked video. Mm-hmm. Identical. And then, sure enough, about an hour later, Nintendo re-uploads the trailer without that scene. <laughs> so Ganondorf's in, and based on the leaked footage, he looks to be... Captain. Exact same Ganondorf. Yeah, he looks to be, like, the Captain Falcon clone again. Yeah. Which leads well, to the question of, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know you he, 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 aren't a biggest fan of the cloning thing. Oh, yeah, but... I don't really I, consider Ganondorf yeah, he's a clone. Not a, he was more of a clone in, um... Melee. Melee. In Melee, but, like, I don't know, he, he, has, diff- he has a few different, um... Like, standard attacks. That's, it's the same thing with, like, Falco and Wolf. Like, their bees are, I guess, based off of, like, those same weapons, but they're right. all way different. All their normal attacks, they're all completely different. Like, they're, I don't know, they just felt like completely different characters. So, but, but what, never, what about the fact that he seems, based on the footage, he does seem the same as oh, bro, like, like I mean, literally the same. I mean, like, I'm, I mean, copy-paste. I mean, I'm like... Well, like, like, like everyone like, else, like Luigi as well. Yeah, like, well, Luigi has a different move, doesn't he? Or something? They, they change smash. something. Just yeah. Final Smash. And, I yeah, mean, but like Mark Hamill... gave him new animation. Oh, uh, true. Right. But I mean, like, I mean, I guess that my original thought was like, oh, I'm slightly disappointed that they didn't change of Ganondorf how he looked right like I was kind of hoping for Tim Ganon just that was, that was just me oh that never would have happened like maybe give him the two swords because there's no two sworded person like that they should have done but um but other than that I'm on like I always have a lot of fun when I play as Ganondorf so it's like whatever I mean yeah the, the funny thing is they actually is not actually a copy paste job even if he looks it mm-hmm. turns out that the Sakurai saying in an interview or something with I think it was Edge Magazine that they actually rebuilt every character from scratch so even if they play the same they actually recode them from scratch 
because uh, they want to well, basically his with Mario Kart apparently that they build every single Mario Kart game from scratch. Yeah. Wow. So there's no so even if he plays exactly the same, yeah, it's slightly it, different. <laughs> it was like unintentional. Yeah. Yeah. Make him look exactly. Do everything the same, but I need you to do it from scratch. And the guy's like, are you kidding? I could just copy paste. Yeah. Nope, from scratch. <laughs> Spend a week on this, even though we have the code right there. But yeah, part of it, well, part of it's because, um, the, the question was about, like, Melee versus Brawl versus the new Smash Bros. And Sakurai was saying that, like, Melee, to him, was almost, like, too complicated. I don't know what he means, to be honest. They all play the same. Like, in terms of controls. Because, mm-hmm. like, the controls were too complicated. It didn't feel like, like, you had to be, if you were in tournament play, it was great. If you weren't, there was, like, a barrier of entry. Brawl was a little more friendly towards new players somehow, because it was a little slower. So because they're trying to find a good players with the tripping and whatnot. Right, right. So they're trying to find a happy medium with the new one, but he doesn't want to make it too competitive. He he still views it as a party game first, as he put like a rough party game. That is his exact wording. Mm-hmm. But um, so as a result, they did redo all the characters from scratch. Wording? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could take away the party aspect of it. Was the items? Yeah, no items. Yeah, yeah. But just in terms of like how the speed and how like yeah. like tournament oriented yeah, it is. But I think speed. That's all like. Subjective is that like we're just because um well it's, if it's good or bad yeah. well because you have like fast fighting games you have slow fighting games like Tekken versus mm-hmm. Street Fighter versus Marvel vs Capcom which is like fast as all hell yeah so I mean I don't know I think it's just a matter of you just get used to it just take it for right. what it is and just get good at basically good at it yeah no I and I I think Sakurai is like kind I, of right that like like I don't think there's a good speed or a bad speed for Smash Brothers it's just Right. It is what it is. And, just, I, and I think Sakurai is right that... Or what were you going to say, Alice? Oh, no, just saying the same thing. Like, it's just that game's speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I say, I think Sakurai is right that, like... Sure, there could be a competitive scene that comes out of Smash Bros., but the game was never designed as a, like, tournament game. Like, I don't know if they should necessarily change the entire focus of the game just to appeal to that small group who does tournament play all the time, you know? I so, mean, and even then, they could adapt to the speed, like you guys said. Like, that's just what the game is. You adapt to I mean, to they what... gave us their Final Destination mode. So. Yeah, like, they're, they're doing things to appease them, but they're not gonna... Like, you shouldn't restructure the whole game's yeah. speed just because a handful of guys are like, oh, well, Melee's way better because it's faster. Because, like you said, every game's yeah, that's, different. That's, that's, you just I think adapt. That's, I think that's a dumb argument. Like, oh, you just like Melee because it's faster. I yeah. to make it better. Yeah, but as part of the uh, as part of that whole thing oh, about and, speed, and the, that's what led them to recode everyone because they needed I mean, to make them work at the new speed at the medium speed between the two. I, mean, I, think, I think just the fact that he gave us a mode that let us play one on ones online is already like perfect. Yeah, they're making concessions to tournament play. They're just doing it without changing the core gameplay, which is the best approach for something like this. Because if your game is supposed to achieve goal X and it happens to achieve goal Y, you don't then say, "Well, goal Y is obviously the goal we always should go after." Now, <laughs> it can do both. So. Um, but yeah, so that was proof number two that the leak is real. The final proof that the leak was real uh, was the one that was intentional, which is Nintendo announcing Shulk from Xenoblade as an actual playable character. So this came out of the Japanese Nintendo Direct alongside the Xenoblade 3 announcement. I you going to say about the costumes, because he also said Well, we'll get to that, but that's there too. And basically, everything that Sakurai announced over the past two weeks on Miiverse confirms that it's, it was yeah. a real leak. But we'll get to those. But the big story, I think, was Shulk. Because mm-hmm. there's a whole new character, um, and as you'd expect, he does wield his uh, Mon- Monado, Monado. There we go. I almost tripped over and said Mondo. His Monado sword from Xenoblade, and much like in the game, he can summon different things with it. It has a beam. It doesn't summon things; he just changes his attributes. Well, that's why. Is it called like he summons the arts or whatever, the different art, or he applies the different arts, the Monado arts, and then yeah. that does it? Yeah, well, there's no summoning. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But uh, <laughs> for, well, first. He does. <laughs> First, he does have, uh, one thing to notice, he is, unlike most sword fighters in the game, he has a pretty long range because it shoots a beam. Yeah. So there's that. So many and, sword people. Yeah, that's the thing I noticed, is there's so many sword are people there, this time. Marth, Link, Ike. Lucina. Lucina. 
Uh, well, I guess the four, the four Fire Emblem people all have swords. Shulk. So even Robin um, has a sword. Robin has a sword. Both uh, two links. Both two, both two links. Or seven. And Monado Man. I already said him. So. I didn't count him. Well, seven or eight out of 40 is still like, that's almost a quarter of the game. Nothing wrong with I that. Not Nothing wrong with that. They all have different swords that do different things. Yeah. Like his is super long, and he has like the whole crazy Monado arts thing, which yeah, we'll I mean, get to in all, a sec. All, yeah, but they all, they all play different. Even tuning, tuning, like they have way different yeah. um, aerial. Like, but it's kind of funny that there's so many swords because yeah. the old games had like two or three. The first one had. <laughs> the first one had one. No, the first one had one. Yeah, one. Link. Next one had like four. Next one had like three. Yeah, it just keeps increasing. Link, but Link, Mark. Yeah, Link, Mark, Roy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Roy. Oh right, Roy and Young Link. Yeah. I guess someone else could say like, oh, there's so many non. There's so many writers. plumbers. <laughs> I mean, what game has more than one plumber? <laughs> so many people with overalls. <laughs> so many people using fists. Yeah, there's so many people with feet and hands. That's, that's fine. It's not like half the roster is four people. No. If anything, that sounds like a pretty good number. And he has some unique stuff because what I was trying to get with the Monado art thing that I said summoning for and got called out on. I'm sorry. <laughs> is that uh, he can change his attributes kind of on the fly with his uh, using his sword. He could summon different things that like some will raise his attack but lower his defenses. Some <laughs> some moving. What? You keep saying something. I do. Fine. Like he another character not appearing. He can trigger. He can trigger. I think he used the term summon in the Meverse post. I don't know. You know what? I'm looking this up. Well, I'm anyway, pretty sure I'm in the right. Doesn't make it right though. Sure it does. If he calls it summoning, he's he the one designing wrong. the game. Yeah, he's still wrong. No, he's not. How's yeah, he wrong he's about that? He's not summoning attributes though. He's changing them. He's summoning his abilities. Anyway, a witch summons a spell, does she not? I don't think anyone summons a cast a spell. So. Oh, that's true. Damn. Anyway, so, I don't know, basically, She could like, summon demons with a spell. Touche. <laughs> Touche. I'm still looking it up, because so I, like, I gotta be right. So, every everything you, you change with your attributes, like, or yeah. something gets buffed, and something will always get, like, nerfed. So, if you increase your smashing ability, your defense, and will go down if you yeah if you increase your jumping ability or your speed yeah your attack power will go down so it's a lot of give and take i don't know if some people what would just fence and smash for them i mean i guess they showed them like getting hit by a smash attack and not yeah like, the, the, the amount of damage you take oh and just okay. flinching so that just like not getting sent off like you have metal on but it makes you slower but i don't know maybe yeah so that's kind of an interesting dynamic for him. so i feel like maybe some people will figure out like oh i'm just gonna stay in smash mode and just not get hit just get good at not getting hit and just like some people flying like crazy but i wonder what sort of delay there will be on that like is it gonna be because you know some people like no with... this, well they said like that your that your ability to get hit sense offline will increase so during the transition no, like, during, um... Oh, you mean during the transition? No, no like, I mean, like, how long do those transitions take? Because, like, you know oh, how some people, like, they'll transition... Like, I'm with Link ver- or Sheik versus Zelda, like, some people, like, I don't want to deal with the transition. I'm going to transition right at the start and stay as that character. Or, like, I feel Pokemon like, Trainer, they stick with one Pokemon because they don't want to like, do the animation. I, I feel like they're going to be active as long as you keep it active. Yeah. Oh, activated. He called them activated. Monado Arts are activated, so I'm a fool. Monado Arts, not summoning <laughs> arts. I called them Monado Arts. I said no, summon Monado Arts, which was... Bunch of gibberish. Taiwan has no idea what we're talking about, regardless. But <laughs> yeah, so pretty much he has all that. But yeah, that changing. Yeah, so that's mechanic. kind of a neat, a neat thing. And his final smash is kind of a nice reference for Xenoblade fans because he brings in other characters from the game yeah. like, I think, to help him. Like I think would be a good thing for him would be like in the beginning, just go off fast, he could like rack up damage, and then maybe change into like when they're close to just getting knocked out, just yeah, make it easier for you. And of course, you'll be playing as his costume where he's wearing no clothes. And just boxers, because apparently that's a thing. Yeah, in the game, um, if you unequip everything, that's what happens. Because all, right. all the clothes you wear is like an actual, like, oh, it's like civilian clothing. You unequip mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Everything. But, uh... A lot of, um... Did I, you I, notice... I, I, I does that too. 
They haven't actually showed his, his they haven't shown us his moveset beyond activating the Monado mm-hmm. arts. But have you noticed that um, in the footage he has literally Mart's counter move? Like it's identical. <laughs> it looks more like Lucario's where he like No, he has one where he did a sword like like a down sword. He has I guess maybe he has two or one transitions into the other. But I saw one thing where he blocks with his sword and the other person goes the other way. I'm like that looks like And then I did see Lucario like a second later. I'm like does he have both? He definitely has Marts. I saw Marts no, for it's, sure. No, it's the same one. Like he, when, when he goes into his little blocking stance, he goes like, I see you, because he's supposedly seeing the future. Right. And then he just kind of like jumps backwards and then slides forward, and that's how he hits you. So it's more Lucario than Marts overall. Yeah, but, but, I mean, but either way, it's but very I mean, familiar. I mean, it, it's just counter people with counter. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I just saw it. I'm like, no, that no, looks no, weird. No, no, that's it. They all kind of look the same. Like yeah. All the sword people have the same, like, hold the sword up in front of you and... Yeah, the same counter stance. Right, right. Yeah, he definitely had the like. Execution is Lucario. Right, right. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. That's fair. But I did, uh, I did mention his final smash. I thought kind of interesting. I think he's the first character to do this, where someone in his final smash is also its own assist trophy separately, and that's that little fuzzy orange guy, uh, Riki, or however you say his name, the little bunny rabbit looking thing, with kinda. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, Austin. He is an assist trophy normally. But when you summon the final smash for uh, Shulk, which includes one of his teammates from Xenoblade and that little orange dude, um, he's there too. So technically you could have two of those guys on screen at once, depending on the timing. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. They've never really done anything like that. But one nice thing about the assist trophies that Sakurai announced alongside that new character is you can actually see who the assist trophy and who the Pokemon you summon or release belong to. They will have the player cursor above their head, I so you know if it's friend was, or foe. I never knew that was a big issue. I didn't either, but now that he mentions it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. But then I'm like, wait... Did it matter? <laughs> yeah, like, mm-hmm. I've never been like, wait, whose Pokemon is that? Or, like, I don't know. Like, it's there have been a few times when I've been doing four-player battles against, like, you and you I mean, guys and other friends, no, well, where like, it's like, the only you know, you're throwing three Pokemon, and you're like, friends? who? No, well, that's it. That's it. Other no... friends, yes. You guys are friends, and so are other people. What's that? Like, you normally never, <laughs> ever have three Pokeballs on the field. It's that's happened that's, to me. No, that's it. That's like we're just doing a Pokeball battle. That's, like, the only time I would sure. feel like that would... That can happen, so it's nice to have... It's not like it hurts to no, know no, who no, it is. It's just, yeah. Kind of yeah. I mean, I guess uh, preventing a problem that could have been... Yeah, it's kind of like a pre- preventative thing. You know, yeah. one, one thing about Shulk, though, to, that kind of, I guess, stuck out to me is how he feels... I wouldn't say out of place in Smash Bros., but Smash Bros. seems to draw from a certain pool of characters. These are timeless characters, Mario, Link, Popularity. Pikachu. They're either popular current characters, like you Pikachu. said. Like, well, well, he is timeless. He's been around uh, like 15, well, I mean, almost 20 years. Um, no, or like, parents know or like super obscure... What? No, it's the parents know Pikachu. Yeah, parent. My mom knows Pikachu. <laughs> uh, obscure characters from way back in Nintendo history. Game and Watch. Rob, Game and Watch, Ice Climbers, Duck Hunt Dog now, um, Pit, arguably, even though he's now back. Dr. Mario? Dr. Mar- <laughs> no, Dr. Mario's still current. Or, um, so it's either like timeless characters, old no, school Dr. characters, or, that's true, or like very popular new characters, relatively new, you know, uh, Greninja, for example. Mm. Mm. No, but he was picked before he was even known to be he turned out to them be popular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly with Lucario, he came out. <laughs> he, like, they knew he was he's from be Pokemon. Yeah, like, he's from a popular franchise. Yeah, but like Lucario, like he was kind of put in there for like right. marketing reasons. Like, oh, the, well, this, he had his own movie. Out. Yeah, yeah. So. See, that's what I was gonna get at. Is Shulk more so than any other character? Feels like he's there even more so than Lucario because Lucario's from a major franchise. I know. Yeah. He's there for marketing. I feel. Like. I'm pretty sure there's more people who's like, who's Shulk? Yeah, exactly. Then people are like, yeah, sure. Right, because, like, nothing wrong with that. Like, it's cool that yeah. Nintendo's trying and to... Be... And I'm pretty sure people at least know, like, oh, I don't know what that is, but I know that's Pokemon. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's still a major, major... That's how I reacted. I didn't know the car that well. 
But it's still a major, major franchise. Did you see Lucario in the Mystery of Mew? I'm, I haven't seen a Pokemon movie since the third one with Entei in it. Wow. No, I saw the fourth one. I take well, it. I mean, the I Celebi not, one. I, I saw the Celebi one. I'm sorry, I Pokemon saw the fourth forever. one. I guess it's not like a god. Yeah, I saw Pokemon forever. Yes. They just kind of come on TV and we just watch. Yeah, it. I, I went to movie. I went to the movie theaters for Pokemon. The first movie, Pokemon 2000, Pokemon 3, and I got the special training cards. I still have my ancient Mew. It's still really awesome. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, you have yours here. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's always been there. I never noticed. But, um, that's not mean. I just didn't notice. <laughs> anyway, uh, what I was going to say, though, is Shulk, like, really feels like a marketing thing. Because, like, Xenoblade clearly is a franchise Nintendo wants to make big. Like, the Wii U one had some struggles coming over to the West, but now they have it coming to 3DS, they have it coming to Wii U. They're trying to make this their big new IP. What yeah. better way to do it than to throw Shulk in the Smash Bros? It makes sense. But so it's people get strange. to know who Shulk is. Yeah, and because he's in, clearly in the second one. Isn't it, like, take place, like, way later? Or but, like, the, but the franchise recognition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and not only that, but they proved it worked with Pit. Pit was such yeah. an ancient character that people were like, you know, so many people are like, who's this Pit guy? Like, we obviously know, but a lot more casual people. And then, boom, Pit blows up. Next thing you know, Kid Icarus is back as a new game and sells pretty well. Alternate costume turns into inspiration for a second character in exactly. his own game, which exactly. turned into a new uh, clone character. Right, full circle. But yeah, So, yeah, so Shulk is more of a marketing thing. Like, he's a cool character. I like his arts. That's a neat, that. unique twist. But he's definitely there strictly for Nintendo going, you know what, we need a new franchise. We need an epic RPG. Yeah, first for the 3DS uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and then for Xenoblade Chronicles X on Wii U. Like, it, it works on so many levels because it works for both systems. Like, it, it's smart of Nintendo. They're strategic. They're very smart to take a game that sells so well and use it as a marketing tool. Which they did with Lucario, as you point out. Mm-hmm. So, so um... And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just kind of no. funny that it's now a marketing vehicle for them. Right. And it, and Course Men fit under this kind of funny, weird new character for marketing in a way, too. Because, of course, men are real. They're from Rhythm uh, Heaven. Rhythm Heaven did quite well in Japan, but not so well in the States. It could raise awareness about Rhythm Heaven. And then, boom, they could release one on 3DS. Raise awareness. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like raise awareness for the cause of Rhythm Heaven. <laughs> like the yes, yes. The, the Rhythm Heaven Ice Bucket Challenge, yes. But the... Uh, <laughs> but no, they... Um, yeah, it's they're using it strictly as a marketing vehicle, and why not? It's the biggest thing they have. We're in a drought, man. Why'd you have to do it? Because that water wasn't gonna be drank anyway. It was in a garden hose. Yeah, it's it already gone to plants. It could have. We did over plant next to plants. <laughs> <laughs> but was that all the smash news? What? Uh, no, there is one other bit of smash news. Actually, there's a few other bits. There's some. I feel like the the leak kind of took the wind out of the sails of some other stuff. Cause Sakurai had some cool announcements that were like. Kind of dampened by everyone already knew it. I mean, we talked about um, All Star Mode. Did you see DDD's new Final Smash? I did in the leaked uh, Quick Start Guide thing. I that, I yeah, his new Final Smash Wait, is there. Uh, but he has a new Final Smash it's based a, on one it, picture of him. Yeah, just a picture with, with a hammer. It has like his eyes glowing, so it's like, oh, it's clearly Final Smash. But it's like his hammer has like a bomb coming out of it. Ooh, so hammer time. It's cool. But uh, I, I really hope one of his alternate costumes. Wait, very is Final Smash now. Yeah, I like Luigi. Oh yeah. And I hope one of his alternate costumes is um the mask that he wears, the metal mm. mask. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. From his harder mode. That would be cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. It's one of the things Sakurai announced that kind of got I feel like one of them can't be. There's, if there's eight costumes, like, one of them can't be. Yeah, because that, that, that's the thing. I mean, you touched on it earlier, Elvis, now you're saying it. But one of the things that would have been a really cool announcement, if it wasn't leaked, was Sakurai and Mebers was like, hey, guess what? Everyone has eight alternate costumes, and they're not just skin colors. Like, they're not just color swaps or skin swaps. They're full-on well, alternate costumes for some characters. I mean, Samus, like yeah, they're Samus's, color- are, Samus's right. are color swaps, but they're based on actual franchise, franchise entries opposed to... I kind of wish they actually got the suits 
Like the fusion suit? Like, like, cool. yeah. like the Well, the fusion suit colors are there. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. the whole suit would have been a lot cooler. I mean, and I guess I could see why he maybe didn't put Dark Samus as an alternate costume. That would have been really cool, but I guess he put yeah. it as an assist trophy. Right. But the colors are there, which are cool. Yeah, and like having the, light, he, the yeah. light suit had cool colors. Yeah. Ver- the Vera suit. are so like, distinctive. I really wish they could have just uh, put Fingers crossed for Funky Kong. As a Donkey Kong alt, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, like, I feel like that but would make a lot of sense. Like, yeah. Just give him sunglasses and, and, and bandana. Right, and it, and, it fits the, <laughs> and it fits the leak because like Bowser Jr. apparently will have all seven Koopalings as his alt. That's, like, that's what kind of bothers me. Is like, why? Well, whatever. I guess it makes sense because like, Koopalings, whatever. But, yeah, and then like, like but, 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 but I feel like Samus, I don't know, like, deserves to have her suits more than having the eight Koopalings. No, but, no, the eight Koopalings are now very, very relevant because of New Super Mario Brothers and because well, now, of I mean, Mario Kart. Like, Samus's suits weren't relevant in the game she used them in. So those are one-offs, while Koopalings are being positioned by Nintendo as mainstay Mario characters now. You think the Koopalings will, like, Ludwig will have his own voice? Probably. I don't know. That's what I'm not sure about, because, like, the costume... He said, he said, they, he said um, Lucina was going to have her own voice if she had stayed as a costume. Like, that they were going to make So it. then maybe. Oh, yeah, like, Robin. Like, remember his girl version, obviously. Oh, yeah, has a girl voice, yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense for her to have a girl Robin, voice. Robin, the, the oh, summoner yeah, yeah. from Fire Emblem. Oh, that is a... Oh, yeah, so, so yeah, the we male trainer, and female. I'm pretty sure... We Fit Trainer has different voices for male and female. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing Villager will probably be the same voice, but now has every face configuration. No, but has, like, every face configuration now. Yeah, it has my favorite face. Four of each. Yeah, it has yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the stoner one. <laughs> no. But, um, the, uh... Yeah, so it's kind of cool that so they're... Mean. It's kind of cool that they're, um... Actually doing that now. Like, it's a nice perk. And now, I feel like that would have been a really big deal if we didn't know a week earlier. Like, if Sakurai just announced that ram, like, guess what? We'd be like, to... dude, my mind's running wild with ideas, but now we know exactly what it will be like. I, so. I think it's more exciting just going to, like, oh, so that means it is true. And like, we don't Yeah, know. that's true, that's true. Because now we are expecting, like, I mean, I don't know how many more Kirby different variations we could get, but just besides different colors. But, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's all the stuff with Smash Brothers. Yeah, I mean, the, the other, the other uh, stuff you revealed, though, which is kind of, like, I feel like, again, if we didn't know the leak... Yeah, it's cool, because it's like, oh, it confirms leak, but at the same time, it's kind of like, oh, we knew that. Spectator mode is there in both versions. One neat thing he did talk about, though, is you can actually gamble your in-game coin kind of cool it. that it showed you the odds of someone Yeah. It's like, whoa. It's actually pretty fleshed out. Like, it's it's clear it's clear he saw, like, Twitch and stuff, which, by the way, is now owned by Amazon. How weird is that? But it's cool <laughs> that he saw, um, like, Twitch or whatever. Oh, like, Amazon's been buying it weird in general. Well, that one makes sense, because Amazon's trying to position itself as a game powerhouse. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah. But, uh, but, no, but, why not? right, right, but point back to, what was I saying before? Oh, yeah, he saw Twitch, he saw a successful launch, and he's like, hey, what if we made that, like, a game element? Like, people can watch, but then they can also interact through betting, and then actually And everyone record their matches and put them on YouTube. Yeah. Wait. No, I don't know. What? That's not, that's not a thing. No, but, but you could, through, I mean, you have the power, you have the ability. Well, on the Wii U version, not on the 3DS. Yeah, well, not on the 3DS, yeah. But, we wouldn't um, expect it on the 3DS version anyway. No. But. I don't think the system has the power to record it while playing it in real time like that. But, um, maybe the new 3DS could have. Uh, what was I going to say? But yeah, so Spectre Mode is actually kind of flushed out now, which is nice. And then All-Star Mode, as we talked about for the first time, he re- he confirmed that it's you can play it, no matter how many characters you have, it'll just only play up to a certain point or skip over those characters. One cool thing, I don't think he did this All-Star Mode before, correct me if I'm wrong, but one cool new wrinkle is... It's chronological based on their Nintendo history now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to play Pac-Man before you play Mario, because Pac-Man came out before Mario. They're definitely in a specific order, but... It's it, chronological, he said on me first. No, 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 no. In, in the oh, past in the past, game. yeah. But I don't remember if they were in chronological order. I just know I don't think they were. I, I, know, I know they're definitely in a order, because I know Mr. Game & Watch is last. 
I think they're like in reverse. Well, then it's, yeah, then it's but, not. But they're all like, but I mean, they're all definitely grouped together. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I guess one, yeah, either way, though, I kind of like that they're doing the history thing now. Yeah. And it makes sense why when they showed off Pac-Man for the first time, they had the years at the end, because it's kind of a tease that they're focusing on the real history of the characters. One last bit of Smash Bros. news, we've talked about it for a while, but one last bit that wasn't leaked is that uh, Nintendo's getting a soundtracks. Which is kind of cool. So Really cool. Yes, so if you're on Club Nintendo and you plan to register both the Wii U and 3DS version, as I'm pretty sure everyone sitting at this table will be doing, uh, or you'll be sharing a copy, but whatever, um, you get a two-disc soundtrack CD, Smash Bros. Premium Sound Collection, one red disc, one blue disc. Red disc is the 3DS version, blue disc is the Wii U version. And Red and blue because it's 3D colors? Well, if you look at the logos, the red logo is the 3DS logo, and the blue logo is the Wii U. Also, if you look at the system branding colors, the red is 3DS on the 3, and blue is the Wii U U logo. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, like red and blue, so like the, the two XLs that came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was 3D. Yeah, that is referencing 3D. But, um, yeah, so I get the feeling... First of all, it's super cool they're doing this. The last time they did the soundtrack, it was the orchestrated one that came with Nintendo Power, and that was super awesome. There's only 10 tracks, but it was great. No, they, well they, they give you one with um, Wind Waker. I mean, no, the last time they did a Smash soundtrack, sorry. Oh, yeah. Last time Smash Bros. had a soundtrack. I mean, not Wind Waker, um, Skyward Sword. Yeah, last time Smash Bros. had a soundtrack. But, um, so I think it's cool to do this, but I, I don't know if I said this when we talked about Club Nintendo previously, but I think this is signaling, this combined with the crappy uh, Elite Rewards this year is signaling the end of get-what-you-want physical items. The catalog of physical items, I think, is going away. I think they're going to do one-off things like soundtracks and one-off things like... Uh, you know, whatever else they may come up with, but they're not going to have a catalog of items you can get with your coins. They're not going to have elite rewards you get with your coins because it's way cheaper to just do digital games. So they could do stuff like this and just print 10,000 CDs for one run or whatever and call it a day or 100,000, however many they do. But I don't, I seriously doubt that we're going to start seeing stuff like this pop up as standard rewards. It's going to be this and digital games and that'll be it, is my guess, because it's probably getting too expensive for Nintendo, who's losing money. So Makes sense. Yeah, so brace for that. It sucks, but it makes sense. It, yeah, it does suck, but at least at least it's a really cool soundtrack. And it's a nice way to reward fans who are double-dipping, which is a lot of us. Plus, we get our <laughs> gold coins because we played it in at Best Buy in June. Yeah. Two of them. One for each game. Yeah. So, in one final bit of news, um, totally switching gears away from I mean, crossovers su- for a bit. Kind of yeah. bit of non-news. Well, it's, it had some news, kind of. I mean, Sakurai um, revealed Game & Watch in Pac-Man trailer. People were he right to speculate. Him. He showed him, but they never said... But he's in the leak. Game & Watch. So I guess it's confirmed. Yeah. yeah, it was a hint, yeah. They never have outright officially confirmed him, but he was referenced, yeah. And he's in the leak. He knew he revealed them when he put him in that trailer. Yeah. He, did. he, <laughs> did. he just asked people to go that way. Was he revealed? Was he not revealed? He yeah. loves trolling he the internet. He's a masterful troll. I mean, remember when he revealed... Unrevealed... Remember when he said, there's no Zero Suit Samus, only seven seconds? Oh, yeah. Go, Just kidding. Like, he, yeah. I bet he was so bummed about the leak, because he, like, lives for this stuff. Like, this is where, it, like, I, you know part of the reason there's no subspace emissary? The troller em- has been trolled. The troller has <laughs> become the trolled. You know the, the reason there's no subspace emissary, at least in part, in the new ones, is because he was super mad that all the cinematics of subspace emissary were po- posted on YouTube so quickly after the game came out, and people didn't experience them. You see, I'm signing a table. <laughs> he upended a tea table much like Miyamoto does yeah but, but yeah so that partly seriously is why this doesn't have it anymore so imagine if this kind of happened way earlier on he may have delayed the whole game and changed the whole roster and who knows but yeah switching gears to Bayonetta um, Nintendo had a direct for it a Bayonetta 2 direct 
It um, is pretty much the basics of the game. I mean, it's coming out October 24th. It's a right really now, good direct if you don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, they did a good job of like covering exactly walking you through it. Yeah, you know, like how to play the game, what the pretty much what the premise of the game is. I mean, she's a witch going to get a friend from hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's but I mean, yeah, because and Bayonetta two does look really good. I mean, a lot of it's familiar for anyone who's played a third person action game. There are skills you can upgrade. There, there's combo system you use. But it does, for those who haven't really experienced it much, we talked about it at Comic-Con last year, but for those who haven't really experienced it much, kind of the interesting wrinkles in it, at least to me, is that um, the combo scores can be done in so many different ways. Like, they're trying to appease to every type of gamer, so if you're a normal core gamer, you just hit the buttons and do combos. If you're someone who's not comfortable hitting random buttons and random orders, there's an attack mode where literally you press the same button and she'll just attack. So, what, so you don't focus on the actual attacks, you focus on the other stuff. Or, if you want to use the stylus, there's a touch mode using the stylus that's almost like Ninja Gaiden uh, Dragon Sword for DS back in the day, where everything's just swipes and whatnot. So no matter how you play, there are ways you play, and the nice thing is because of the rest of the combat, you're not like getting it dumbed down too much, because half of it's combat, at least from what it looks like, and the other half, based on what we played a year ago now, is like dodging and using different systems. So like, you can do a last second dodge, which triggers witch time, which then slow mows, slow puts everything into slow motion. And then you can kind of be more, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Go after enemies a lot easier. Well, yeah, everything's slow, so like, yeah. you could um, do you can go ballistic. Hit, yeah, do, go ballistic. Is what, um, I'm trying to say. what I'm pretty sure they'll do in this game, um, in the last game, like when you go towards the end of the game, a lot of enemies um, are always super super fast. Yeah, and so you need witch time. So when you use witch time, they're normal speed, and then there are other enemies that are just completely unaffected by witch time. And mm-hmm. It's kind of where I'm stuck right now because I <laughs> I'm fighting these two really tough enemies that witch time doesn't do anything to. So, like yeah, dodging you just get more magic that way. So, yeah, yeah. And like, then and of course along with witch time, um, they also have that torture attack thing, which lets you like do like special attacks yeah, on a single the, enemy. Right? Yeah. But the, the new thing in this one, which I guess adds yet another wrinkle, but also for people that are playing with just like one button attacking, it gives them a little more to do, is um, this whole like Umbran, which I believe is gibberish. Umbran attacks. Well, Umbran is like what they're calling like the type of witch. like an Umbran still, witch. Still, still gibberish. Gibberish as much as any other. I know. But um, so these are like basically the torture attacks, but it's like the whole arena is your target. Like it's a wide ranging. It's just group you're just, you're just buffed up. Yeah, you're yeah. just going super, super mode. Yeah, it's like slow mo without the slow mo. You can go ballistic without it's actually slowing down. It's like typical down. action game fair where you like. Yeah, it's like, all. Out of War cool. had it where you like tap both analog things and you're like in wrath mode and yeah. like, everything is like. It's all yeah. pretty much typical. I think the I think the big thing is like the um, how they focus so much on like the last second dodging. Yeah, that, that's pretty. That's its unique. That's pretty exclusive to Bayonetta. And the nice thing is that works across all these different control schemes. So even if you all played like beginner's first action game with attack buttons, you can still have the strategy of doing those last second dodges. But they did announce some new stuff, which is what's really worth talking about, I guess. Um, they announced the fourth Nintendo costume now, completing the set. Uh, Fox McCloud, or I think yeah. it's the costume. Star Mercenary is the name of the costume. Oh, and, then, and also formally announcing Daisy. Oh yeah, Daisy's formally announced. Peach is there, as you already know. And like how Daisy was formally, was like announced by the... Like when, well, the treehouse yeah, yeah, but the treehouse lady yeah. before they actually announced it. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, the, the cool thing about the Fox McCloud one, first of all, the attention to detail in these is great. Like, I love that Sam, the Samus costume actually turns into a morph ball. Link has rupees when she's Link, and then like the Star Fox one where she's Fox McCloud, it shoots R wings. No, the R wings shoot lasers. Yeah, okay. her guns are little R wings. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. And on top of Lots that, on. they lock on mm. just like in Star Fox. Yeah, and then when you're Peter Daisy, Bowser attack. Yep, yep, with the hands. But um, the other the other big thing they revealed 
This one's actually it's like why you're not going to play the game like that. without that. Yeah. yeah, and it has replayability because if you even if you want to play it like as a standard bayonetta game, you can then go back and try all different costumes, which do different things, like or play the levels over and over for a higher score, trying with different costumes. Like, it it adds another set of things to do. Um, but probably the thing that adds the most to do is the new tag tag climax mode, which is a whole new two player online only co op mode, somewhat co op, somewhat competitive. It's like the Mario, New Super Mario Brothers, where you're like competing to see who gets the most yeah, of stuff. You're trying, but you're trying you to beat to the level, together. yeah. So um, it looks fun, and it's cool because it plugs into the story mode in the sense like it's its own standalone thing. But every all the halos, which are the in-game currency you earn in co-op mode, can then be spent in single-player mode. What you do in single-player mode then powers you up for uh, tag climax, and... yeah, and gives you more levels and everything. So it's like a cycle. Well, that means you could start farming for halos because before that you were kind of limited to what you can buy. It's like mm -hmm. I only have this much. I should. Like, they're, they're, they don't give you enough money, obviously, to spend it on everything, so you're not going to have every weapon, you're not going to have every kind of upgrade. Right. But now, like, you could potentially just farm away and yeah, be yeah. super beastly. Especially if it's just you and a friend playing, you can just purposely farm it. Yeah. Yeah. Although, also, it's interesting, I noticed, they didn't confirm it, but I noticed when they were playing, showing Tag Climax, they showed a CPU character next to the player, as well as a second player. Like, you know, either a CPU or a second player, so I'm, I guess you can play it solo with a computer. I feel like you would have to be able to play solo. Yeah, yeah. And there are new playable characters as well, which is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. um, you don't both have to be Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah, you can play but, girl Bane, the other girl, or Joan. Yeah, uh, I yeah, John. Yeah, it's John. It's John. It's John because it's French. Yeah, and John and Rodin. Uh, Rodin. Yeah, Rodin being the shopkeeper from the first game, I believe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what's interesting though is those characters are actually kind of different. Well, John looks a lot like Bayonetta in terms of how she plays, but Rodin, I noticed like. Lot slower, and they commented on how he doesn't have witch time, so it's that could be interesting if you're getting tired. Yeah, he's a slow but strong. Character. Yeah, the typical slow but strong character. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's looking good. I mean, it's not much to say because it's like a tip. You know, it's a over the top third person action game. It's basically you know what you get going into it. There's not a ton of like secrets about it, but it looks fun. It looks really good. In Europe, it looks better because it gets a crazy special edition that we're not getting. But the flip side is, so in Europe, what's it come with in Europe? It's like you get the game, you get Bayonetta 2, yeah, like an it's, art it's, book. It's, it's not much, really. It's just like, you get the fancy case yeah. that has both box versions of the game. The part 1 and part 2. No, it doesn't come with part 1. That's the thing. Really? That's what I was going to say. That's the wrinkle. That's the, not the wrinkle. But the that's video the had like two games coming out. Apparently, apparently North America is the only one getting, by default, Bayonetta 1 and 2 combined. The first oh, run, yeah, apparently, well, I could be wrong, but apparently in Japan, I mean in Europe, the first run collector's edition, which again is only the first run, it's already sold out on in European retailers' websites, apparently that comes with Bayonetta 2, the art book, the crazy packaging, and a soundtrack or something, and that's it. No Bayonetta 1. Oh. Bayonetta 1 with the being included in Bayonetta 2 for fifty nine ninety nine standard price is a US only <laughs> thing. So for everyone Pretty freaking cool. out about the collector's edition, we kind of won. <laughs> we get two games. Yeah, I'd kind of rather have the other game. I mean, the other thing's cool. It's just like a reference to every time you encounter a new enemy, there's like a, I guess a holy looking book up here then yep. just like names it. Like, oh, this is your enemy. Just like in Wonderful 101. Right. And that's, yeah, it's just modeled after that book. Much like Wonder Toys at the start of the Direct. That had to be a Wonderful 101 nod. Just saying Wonder. Oh yeah, there was also like a villain that they showed that, I don't know, that was clearly referencing another character from 101. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously the same company. Yeah, uh, I don't get the, like, okay, fine, we're not getting the collector's edition, we're getting the better bundle, but why does NOA hate us all the time? We're not getting, mm. we didn't get the Mario Kart 8 collector's edition, we're not getting the Hyrule Warriors we edition the, with the Scar. We didn't get the Mario 3D Land Jazz soundtrack. We didn't get the Mario 3D Land Jazz soundtrack, we're not oh, getting no. the, the, I know, we're not getting the Omega and, <laughs> I like 
We're not getting the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire Steelbook packaging that's coming out in Europe. Why are we not getting anything? Anyway, what did we do for Seiku and how can we make it better? Jazz. Not buy it. Not buy it. That's what we did. Well, I mean, when I meant jazz, I mean, the whole game is already a jazz soundtrack. It's just the soundtrack of the game. They have a jazz band performing it, I thought. You didn't see they did record with cool. a jazz band in Japan. Well, yeah, because the game, yeah. yeah it's well, the game's not all live orchestra, only some of oh. it is, but I think they had the band do the whole thing. But point being, in a way, why do you hate us? Like, what what do we do? What did we do? We just hate Jason, because he lives okay. in the U.S. Apparently. I, I will say, though, it was interesting, uh, one last thought about the Bayonetta Direct, which is more the Direct itself. They did kind of a different format this time. They had the news, and then they also gave some of the news by way of, like, personal anecdotes. The Treehouse take. They had some Treehouse folk. Like, it was still presenting news, mostly, but the way they did it was, like, first-hand accounts of stuff. Like, as you point out, like, they announced Daisy through that person before they Well, yeah, like, like, first they were like, oh, here are some new weapons that you can play in the game. And then, like, Treehouse take, oh, I really like using this weapon more than the other one. But see, I thought oh, that was actually, that I weapon. thought that was actually kind of smart, because you could either have the developer be like, the weapon variety lets you do this, that, and the next thing. Or you could be like, we have weapons, and then you have people tell about each weapon, so it's more personable. Because at the end of the day, with the exception of one or two times when the guy's like, I like this because it makes me good. Or, you know, like, very generic stuff. Most of the things they were saying were actually insightful about how the game mechanics work. I thought it was kind of a clever way of doing it. I will say, there was one or two guys like, yeah, I love the whip weapon because it has range. It's like, great, I didn't even know that. But some people were like, yeah, one of the cool things about the combo system is da-da-da. I'm like, oh, that is kind of interesting. And they didn't say that previously. Like, it, I mean, overall, it was like, I don't care. But yeah, because for the moment, they were just like, everything, I mean, at least like everything they said, I felt, was either implied or didn't need... Well, I mean, keep, if you think about it, this is an infomercial. We Every Nintendo Direct's a 30-minute infomercial. And testimonials work a lot better than a guy just spitting news at you. So if you're going to share news about how mechanics work, I guess I guess it's personal preference. But I thought, because you originally told me, you watched it before me, you told me about the treehouse take, I'm like, oh gosh, it's going to be people going like, I I like game, it, it, it fun. But then they were actually saying like, interested, like they're talking about like the story mode and like, like the guy that's talking about chapter four and he's like, yeah, there's this crazy boss battle in chapter four, which would normally be like the climax of another game. He was describing some of the ridiculousness of the game. I'm like, oh, well they didn't, sh- talk about that previously but there's it's a way to present this game's really over the top without, well, I mean, the, without the head developer I mean, going they, this game is really yeah, over but the top th- yeah but that thing he was talking about they've shown plenty of times in so many trailers I guess we just never knew it we never knew it was so early so it's a way I, I don't know I so guess that's my like, so why do you even want to know where parts of the story well because how would you prefer if the lead developer said this game unlike most action games is more over the top early on in the game you experience things you would only experience later for example this or would you rather have them just showing footage and having a guy kind of casually saying yeah this was crazy I didn't expect it most games you don't see this but you see it now like that's yeah. like yeah, the, I think I prefer the, the you prefer just tag. saying it yeah, the I prefer the student tag, or maybe just the trailer and none of either I, guess. I mean, but how would the trailer show you that that's not the end of the game I don't need to know that it's the end of the game why do I want to know that that's the end of the game <laughs> that's my point it's not that's how, why do I want to know guess. so early on? Like, I, just, I guess. I mean, I don't care to know early what... I guess. I guess it's a subtle, it's a subtle way of them telling you this game's going to be over the top. They're trying to be hip and it. cool and reach to the kids. They're trying to do what an infomercial does, which is testimonials. Yeah, but I, mean, but I see your point. No, no, but I, but I, 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 I digress a little. Just because like, not everyone plays action games, so not everyone is used to... like. I mean, God of War and like, all those kind of games, like they have like crazier-looking bosses in that. Like, in, right. like In the first like 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah, so this is, like, nothing new. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's all marketing. If anything, if anything it's, like, like only on Chapter 4? Yeah, <laughs> it's all marketing speak at the end of the day, but, yeah. but yeah, I think, I don't know, I just, it kept some of the dryness out, I guess, because that guy, the developers, nothing against them, they're developers, but they were a little dry, and the, this kind of, I guess, just kept it. I think it, I preferred it, the it kept Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 was entertaining for all the wrong reasons, but that made it <laughs> so great, so... 
So that pretty much does it for news. Um, yeah, a lot of crossover talking. I like the Cat Mario show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we should have, Cat Mario show. The yeah. European one. Uh, they have a European one now, too? I thought it was only in Japan. I've been watching the... They have episode two now. Oh, I guess they just started. Because it's been in Japan for about a year. Since oh. Cat Mario was a thing. Another Cat Mario and Cat Peach. Yeah, and they're puppets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's pretty much it for news. <laughs> uh, so we talked a lot about crossover. We talked a little about witches with Bayonetta 2. And conveniently enough, the game that we've been playing, that you guys have been playing, Professor Layton vs. Phoenix Ray's Attorney, is about is a crossover about witches. So, perfect transition. I will say, for anyone who's a keen listener, we promised Gunvol impressions last episode. But between the news, the sheer amount of news, we're already at the two-hour mark. And, um... Professor Layton vs. Ace Attorney being such a good fit for the theme of the episode. Gunvol impressions are now coming next episode. We'll have all the impressions in along with, I believe, you're going to talk about the fall oh, at that convenient. point. It is very convenient. So, with that said, Layton vs. Phoenix, you guys are the diehard Phoenix guys. Oh, it's you're the one that's played Layton the most, so it's all you. Okay, so. Only uh, a few hours in, so I can't really say much because um, I was out the reins um, playing most of it first. He won a bet that we did a long time ago, or whoever beat all the late, all the Ace Attorney games first. Got to play this one first. That's fair, I guess. But oh, so far, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, I like that. I didn't think it would be um, British uh, translation. <laughs> I guess it kind of took me. Um, it's just like first off the voice acting. Ugh. Yeah, I saw your tweet where you're like, I missed <coughs> the normal voice actor or whatever. Yeah, it's not the same without Sam Regal. Yeah. I mean, only the only person that's the same is uh, Leighton himself, but um, that's because he's British already. Yeah, <laughs> no, but his his appearance, Luke is his yeah. voice. Yeah, they changed his voice. That's super lazy of Nintendo, by the way, to just be like, we're gonna make you wait a while for a game, and then we're just gonna give you the British version. Not even a while. It'll take you wait. I know, and then they gave the British version with the British spelling of everything. But how's the game beyond that? Well, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, well, the game takes place pretty much in a made-up town called mm-hmm. Labyrinthia. Yeah. And it focuses around one character mainly, uh, named Esbella Cantabella. And she, Estella. Estella Cantabella. Is she the witch? Uh, she's accused of being yeah, she's accused of being the main witch that like burned down the whole city. And um, but yeah, you have your latent sections, which is exactly like late. They're pretty much. That, that's what I was most surprised about. It's basically about how like two games. It's two games in one. Together. It, yeah, because yeah. I was like when I first heard about the game, I was expecting kind of like there's no mix. Like, kind of yeah, like a mix. mechanic. But like, like I mean, in the beginning, you play like a whole second, like a just game. Like you would not know there's any kind of phoenix involved. Like the whole the interface, everything what about, turns like, into the latent. Aren't they both in them? In, well, I mean later on. Oh, yeah. later. Okay. Yeah, but I mean like everything is like. It's like super late and it's like full on late again, full on through. And then when you go to the Ace Attorney section, it's like full on Ace Attorney. Where are the menus even consistent between the two? Yeah. Or no, no, no. The, the buttons actually like change color. They're, they're consistent to their own game. That's so weird. It's like, like they well, Frankenstein together. Well, totally different sort of. Games. It's like in the in the bottom of screen, you have your little menu with your little suitcase and stuff. Uh-huh. And then like they have like little chibi, or no, they don't have chibi. They just have like a Phoenix Ride was a book. Like mm-hmm. that's like. That's if you click on it, it tells you the story of the game. Mm-hmm. But that so but if you're like in the Layton part, it has like Layton holding the book. No, so that's the one unifying thing is they both. Yeah, the they just changed. Yeah, the I, mean, I mean the start menu kind of like, I mean that changes like to fit the characters. But that's on. so weird. But I mean like I mean it makes sense if they want to make it, because I mean the way like you um, investigate stuff or the way like you you're talking to people or people are talking to you like in the Layton modes, I mean I guess when you talk to people you see like a three D silhouette like a three D model of them and. That's kind of like the most you see as far as 3D models with Layton. Right. But um, but in the Ace Attorney, you get like way like 
all the crazy camera pans and stuff like that because you're in the courtroom and so it's basically like they they so basically if Phoenix right versus Ace whatever it's called Leighton versus Phoenix if that was like an <laughs> ice if they promoted it as like an ice cream sundae like if you saw it on menus ice cream sundae what they would actually bring you is like a bowl of chocolate a bowl of vanilla and then like a cherry bridging the two Free like on top that's so weird. Like, well, they yeah, fill it like, like it's really one I mean, thing. Well, I mean, the, like, it, it, it's the, more like in the same cup. Just like, have like a, completely separate. Yeah, have the three like not touching each other, but like they're kind of touching in the middle. That's so weird. Because so the... then you have the characters interacting with each other, obviously, but right. when you're playing and, as Phoenix, Phoenix. So, two completely independent scoops of ice cream that happen to have some whipped cream touching one another. Like, after you do the Phoenix, the first Phoenix part, and then you get transported with Maya into the fake, in the book mm-hmm. world, Labyrinthia, that's when you meet Leighton and stuff. Okay, yeah. And then. From there, you get another trial, which has, like, different mechanics, because you had, like, five witnesses. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, a new mechanic where uh, where someone says something in the testimony. Because you, like, you have to counter... No, you have to find a... What are they? A find, contradiction? Yeah, you have to find a contradiction within each other's testimony, sort of. So, like, so I mean, so when they're saying something, um, you, you hear, like... You hear a sound that uh, one of the other witnesses paid attention to something, mm-hmm. to what the person talking said so you like in the bottom screen there's like a little magnifying glass and you scroll to the other character and then you click on him because there's like a there's a thought bubble right right and then he's like oh what do you think about this testimony and then he gives his own hmm. little yeah. thing yeah that's i mean it's it's like straight, straightforward but it's new that right. from new ace attorney never done new mechanic yeah yeah and then after that after that trial that's when i guess you get phoenix and Layton traveling together but even then, it's still mainly a latent game at that right. point. Only is that from the dialogue, you have Phoenix and everyone. So, is there no yeah. evidence collecting? No, there is. So far, it's just there is. Brain no. teasing? Brain teasing in courtroom. Pretty much. Latent yeah. and Phoenix. But, I mean, like, well, I guess when in the dialogue, for some people, it had the, it had the, the Phoenix attributeness to it. Right. Where, um,. They're like, oh, I should ask about this. And then it's like one little menu, and then they talk about all of that. Oh, so there is a little, yeah, yeah, cause a yeah, little bit. Because the regular relates and like, you just kind of talk to someone, and like they just give you their spiel, and that's it. Right, but and then I, they tell you to solve a puzzle. Yeah, yeah but in yeah. an attorney, it's like, um, you talk to someone, and then there's like a little tree, like, oh, ask them about this, ask them about this. Yeah, you, you have know, to go like, through the whole dialogue tree to get all the clues. And, yeah. That was more like for important people. For like, for the rest of the IP, you just click on them, and then they give you a puzzle. So stuff. And then so the traveling is the exact same thing from Layton. And then the investigating... I mean, it's the exact same thing from Layton. You get your little coins. You can tell, like, it's kind of like... Shoestring together. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, it was... It was well, I mean, they put, it was, I'm it sure they put made, care and effort Like, like it, everything, yeah. yeah, like, everything That's is so messy. That's forwarding on my like, part. The interface, probably, like, everything I mean, is really nice. It's just... I um, probably wouldn't ask it any other way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know how they would do like, that. Like, the only thing yeah. is, like, you could tell, like, Layton is kind of like the... I don't know, it's kind of like if you have a crossover movie, but it's still... Mostly oh, Layton. like the... It's a random down to like the Simpsons crossover episode with Family Guy. It's still a Family Guy episode. It just right. Passes, well, that makes sense because so it's kind of like... It's kind of like... No, it works because like Phoenix, the core part of the game is like the cases when you're actually in court. Right. And all the traveling is basically a Layton game already. Right. Because all the yeah, all Layton games are pretty much just traveling. Right. So all the traveling parts are the Layton parts. I mean, that makes sense that you were saying it's more, it's more late. You were saying it's more latent right? Overall? Well, yeah, it's like a... It's like, it's a, like a latent start with the guest starring of Phoenix. Yeah, it's like they put some yeah. Ace Attorney stuff into a latent I mean, game. that makes sense because I think Level 5 developed it versus Capcom. And Capcom gave input. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and latent's the bigger franchise of the two by far, so... 
But that that's interesting. So how's okay? It's really cool. Though, just so like yeah, I was gonna say, how's it stand? So we now know that there are really two games in one. Yeah, but it's just, but how's it like as cool, a like, game? Yeah, but it, as an overall experience. Well, I mean, I think they did like an awesome job of just the fact that they wanted to combine these two games because both right. of their games are like even though they have different play styles, they're both still pretty much just like a story from you to end have twist. They have they have like the same kind of structure. Like yeah, I don't know. Everything still kind of flows the same way. So, I mean, combining them was kind of a no-brainer. It's just right, right. Pretty cool. So, it's an overall thing, even though it is very clearly the sum of its parts. It's still... Yeah. They also, like, well, in, in the Phoenix part, I also like that they added that some of the... Or for, like, in the main parts of the courtroom. Yeah. Like, the witness might start talking with actual dialogue. Mm-hmm. Instead oh. of the text box. The text oh, like box is still there, but, yeah, the start. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Just because nice. sometimes, um... I mean, I guess... In Not when Phoenix talks. Like, in Easter 25... <laughs> We only got um, voice acting during the cutscenes, and this time I guess like we got to hear the voices of a lot of the witnesses that you would normally never hear the voice of. And I don't know, like some of the voice acting, as it's like not for the main characters, like I don't know, that was pretty good. Or it just um, sounded very. The 3D in that game is really well too. It was, a, I believe, it was a very early 3DS title in Japan, so that's when like, 3D was emphasized a lot. Yeah, yeah the Gobusha like, scene, yeah. a scene where. Phoenix's hand actually came out of the screen. I'm like, wow. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, that, that kind of never happened in Aether 25 where you think they would do that. Right. But, like, this one actually did. Do they both shout objection together at one yeah, point? Yeah, they do. Okay, good. <laughs> also, yeah. that's, kind of the, that's kind of the cool thing. Like, I, I, guess if it's like, I guess it's like, fan, like, nerding out. It's like, oh, like, you have, like, um, yeah, fanboy moment. Yeah, just like, because like, yeah, I mean, like, at this point, like, we've played enough Lading is like, I really like the Lading series. Like, they're really fun. Mm-hmm. And I guess just thinking both them together. That's what I'm really glad that, like, when they announced the game that um, all of a sudden I just had to play through the Laden games that we didn't just let Laden like oh okay we'll just, we'll just enjoy the Phoenix parts but um, see that was that was my attitude approaching I guess game. it's a good thing it came out as far along as it did because right. we got to play at least two games I mean it was on the third but right and that's my attitude about the games like I know I like Phoenix never played Layton this would be a good exposure to it but now I'm starting to think I might almost <laughs> oh, want to play Layton first different for this one for Layton wise all the puzzles I mean, for the most part, like the hardest puzzles in the other dating games are game are puzzles where like you have to do you have to like account for everything, and then in the next when you're ready to submit your answer, it's like a number, uh-huh. so you don't know if you're right. Right. So you put the number, and then uh, you put submit, and then I you, have to like write in a number. Yeah, and or, then if you get it wrong, something. you like get points deducted. Sure. But for the most part, uh, the majority of puzzles here so far, what I've encountered is just. Just puzzles where you have to like mix and match everything. You mm. tinker with it until you get it right. Yeah, pretty oh. much. So, so it's for the most part, you get. Yeah, you, you can you you. you get cool, uh, a lot of the puzzles. So, so on that note, would you say the puzzles are on, even though they're, they're different type, are they on par with the other Latins, or they seem like they're a little easier for new people who are I coming? I feel in they're the a little easier. Yeah, I think the the puzzles and regular Latin ramp up pretty fast. So in other words, this might actually be a good introduction for someone who's never played Latin. I think it would be a really good introduction. Yeah. If, like if you like Phoenix and you right. are interested in getting into Latin, this would actually be the perfect game to play because like. Oh, I'm playing with these characters I don't know about, but I still have my latent to give me my comfort. You mean Phoenix, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, okay, so coming from the other direction, because for me, that's my oh, yeah, situation. Yeah, well, like, I think with, it works both ways, too. It works for people Especially, that like latent, but It probably works better if you're a latent fan first, because like, you start with latent and they kind of ease you into Phoenix Easy later. Too. Right, right. Because, yeah, I'm going to buy it. I was planning to buy it at launch, but then I didn't. <laughs> now it's a week re- removed. So. I said I wasn't going to buy it at launch. And, and you did, yeah. Uh, I know, because, yeah. Oh, you're giving that angry face. <laughs> no, not really, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't kill me. But, um, what was I going to say? 
So really, it seems like it's kind of a good melding pot. Oh, well, it's a melding pot where things aren't melding well. They're just staying next to each other in the pot. Yeah. They're just complimenting each other. They're complimenting like, each other. Uh, like you're having... Sweet and sour. Yeah, it's like a, a nice meal that you have the things you like, but they're all like in separate dishes. Right. Eating them it's the like one meal. of those plates where they have the little dividers in between, like Panda Express where they have the rice yeah, separate. It's from the same the meal, but you have... Yeah. Uh, I, think it's just, I think this effective game exists. It's just really, really awesome. And that yeah. it came out really well done. And the Phoenix part is still just as hard, so... There's, like, one where they're just, like, the clue's so subtle, mm-hmm. and even, you, you didn't even have that much evidence, but it still took me forever. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I guess I like that the Phoenix part didn't get nerfed any way. That's good, yeah, because it sounds like the waiting did slightly. Yeah. That's probably just to make it easier for newbies. Like myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, so it sounds like you guys would recommend yeah. it. With, yeah, I would totally yeah. recommend it if you fall into that category. Who likes like either it. of them, yeah. or both. Or those types of games. Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, like, even if you haven't played either, it might just be an the interesting experiment novels. kind of game to play because it's like, you're, there's so many different game styles and you're just right. like, wait, whoa. This, it would just be a unique experience if you've never played that kind of game but you like story-based adventures. Yeah. I don't know what you call them, point-and-click adventures. Yeah, point-and-clicks. Yeah, you are point-and-clicking some. It's a point-and-click, yeah. Straight up. Um, well, cool. I, I'm glad I worked out even with only downside is the voice acting. Maya's, oh god, she's like a <laughs> white, typical white girl. Girl? He's a guy. Maya. Oh, Maya, I think said Miles. I'm like, who's no, Maya? I guess that's a guy. So what, what, what's Luke sound like now? It's Luke. It's like a, sounds like a baby. Sounds like, like a, a high-pitched uh, opposed to like girl a making a kid voice, even though. Because <laughs> yeah, like in, in the other Luke, like he, like, I mean, he sounded like a little kid, but he kind of kind of like a, it was a little on the deeper, and like he it was straight up a boy, right? And this one, like it's like super high pitched. This one's like. just squeaky. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, huh. very very shrill. Well, if that's your biggest complaint about the game, is his voice acting. Then anyone that's interested, I guess, is in for a good experience. I mean, yeah, if you've never played, right? Uh, yeah, those would right. be their voices. I thought right, right, right. No, but I mean, generally speaking, if the biggest complaint is they didn't localize the voices correctly, yeah. then you're in for a good game. But that's like the major thing that you took away as the negative about it, yeah. you know. So, so that's cool. So you guys recommend? Yeah. No. No, yeah, I would recommend. <laughs> no, after all that, I did not. Yeah, I unique, actually hate it. <laughs> game that will probably, I don't know, I can't see it getting a it, It's a nice buffer, yeah. I guess, until the new Ace Attorney comes out. Well, there, is, yeah, there is six coming out next year, and then there's Trilogy coming out this winter. So the, well, the Trilogy, the, the 3D like one? Yeah. The Trilogy one, like, <laughs> is, it, is it just made in 3D, or they're like full 3D models? I don't remember. Uh, I think it's flat. That they're it's flat. It's, it's, flat. it's, the, it's the iOS version. With but with 3D um, layering. Never mind. But they are rewriting some of the dialogue to fix the uh, weird Typo, typos. 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 Yeah. Do they have typos? Any type, notice any typos? I haven't there? noticed any yet. Because that, see, that's the sign but, of the Phoenix game but, but, right there. But, but, but Attorney 5 has like, more typos than any other game put together. Yeah, well, I think, the, I think the reason it does have typos is Nintendo is doing some localization, and they are a little more on the ball. Have you ever seen a typo in a Nintendo first party game? Maybe. I can think of like two in twenty. Years. I, I honestly didn't notice most of these typos as I was playing. I've only noticed like two in the twenty-five as I was playing. Like, right. I had to reread it because it didn't make sense. Right. But um, after I played the game, I'm like, oh, there weren't that many typos. Then like a whole gallery of like over like <laughs> like 10, seventy like, typos. Yeah, just like, like whoa, I <laughs> did not you. notice that at all. That's <laughs> fine. But uh, like, yeah, how did I not notice that? Like, wow, I guess my brain is just that good at like correcting. Correcting. It. Well, if you it, there's some study that if you see like enough layers of words, you'll automatically spell it correctly in your head. Even mm-hmm. if it's spelled correctly on the page. Oh. Yeah, so. Humans are amazing. Yeah, they are. And with that, with humans being amazing, that pretty much does it for this episode of the Ramtown Podcast. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, a couple show notes. The extra I mentioned earlier in the show, if you haven't, 
if you have no idea what I'm talking about or you just need a refresher, go to <laughs> Ramtown.com and check out The Casual Era is Dead, my dramatically titled explanation of why Nintendo, as we know it for the past 10 years, is no more. They're going back to the core gamers. So, uh, yeah, that extra's up on site. Check that out. And be sure to check back on the site later this week as Elvis and I are going mm-hmm. to GameStop Expo. Jose's going to be at work. Jose's going to be at work. I got off work, and Elvis is on summer break still. Lucky. Yeah. So, um, we're going to be going to GameStop Expo. For those that don't know, every year GameStop, GameStop does a little show, a baby E3, basically, with every major publisher, where all the publishers are trying to convince GameStop managers, this is the game you want to hype this holiday. So come play Smash Bros. Come play Destiny. Come play Little Big Planet Three. Come play all this stuff. Arkham and this Knight. is what come play Arkham Knight. And this is what we want you to promote at your store. That's where I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm sure. Sony so uh, yeah, the Sony <laughs> section the whole time. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this event used to be private only. GameStop's opening to the public, and we were lucky enough to be able to go as press this year. So we will be there. We're going to cover it. We're going to have... Nintendo's going to Mars Press, and I can't be there. Yeah, what are the odds, right? Uh, but, but yeah, so definitely check back in the site later this week. We're going to have photo gallery of it, and of course, any impressions will be in our next episode. Speaking of which, that next episode goes up on September 21st, and will include impressions of Gunvolt, which was going to be this episode, The Fall. Really, after my birthday. Indeed. It's also going to be... Uh, we'll have impressions of The Fall. We'll have NPD numbers, most likely. I believe sales day will be up by then for August, which will include how Phoenix versus Layton did. Or Leighton versus Phoenix, take your pick, and um, of course whatever the, the, the real right name, the yeah. real name. <laughs> and uh, of course whatever other news we're going to be covering that too. So the easiest way to make sure you don't miss any GameStop Expo coverage or our next episode, follow us on Twitter at Ram Nintendo. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also follow us all individually on Twitter for, for show the, floor for stuff the from, for the giggles and for uh, show floor stuff for me and Elvis. I'm JSR Seven on Twitter. Elvis is Drake Redcrest of should be Robo fame. Uh, Jose is Wero, W-E-R-R-O underscore O. <laughs> That's also his Meverse handle. My Meverse handle is Jason R, and Elvis's, I believe, is Drake Redcrest, right? Mm-hmm. So you can friend us, follow us, like us, hate us, kill us, don't kill us. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. In the meantime, keep an eye out for that GameStop Expo coverage. It's gonna be, it's gonna be something. Something. Uh, yeah. <laughs>